0: Hello and welcome to the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast. We're brought to you by MGA and 121 Media. And we've waited a very, very, very long time to record this episode. We're here to chat a September win for the first time in pod history. Well, actually two September wins as I gaze at Tim Davis down the screen. Tim, I'm giving you a hard 30. Where's Tim? Where's Tim? What's happened? Tim's not with us anymore. What's going on? You on mute, Tim? Tim, oh shit. shit, what's happening? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tim.
1: Just waiting to talk. Tim, have we got you back there, there Tim. Oh, yeah, no, beautiful, beautiful. All right, hold
0: on. Did you hear that? I did. Yeah, we're preempting you, we're moving on. Um, no, no, <laughs> no, continue, Tim. Uh, I'm giving you hard dirty. You just rub yourself, you get one out to King is on it. Go.
2: No, no, a brilliant weekend of football. Mm. Obviously, you know, we'll talk plenty about the Navy Blues, but I was just delighted yesterday. You um, went? And, and, it, and it showed more about um, probably where St Kilda isn't as opposed to where GWS is, but he's got that team humming. They're working hard. They actually play a really good brand of football for the MCG, even though their worst failure this year was Collingwood, but they hunted the <laughs> footy, put pressure on and, they were magnificent. So thoroughly enjoyed it. So we were just Great both, weekend we're, of footy.
0: We were both just looking at our pocket watches. Just No, I know you were. I, know you, you. I could have gone longer. You, did you go to the game?
2: I did. I did. So I've been really crook this weekend. We'll get to that. I had a ticket for Collingwood, Melbourne uh, and relinquished that. Just said it was just not the right call to do it. And for me, um, Carlton and GWS were more of a priority. So doped myself up for both of those games. Coughed my way through the Carlton-Sydney game and... Uh, yeah. t- we'll get I to get to to that. That I'll I'll can attest
0: to that. We'll get to that. I think for me, you know, watching um, part of yesterday's game, the Saints and Giants game, the Giants were very good and thoroughly deserved the win. Um, but I did take on a, a bit of an enemy of my enemy is my friend approach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, big time. Christ, it was great to watch the Saints just go down in flames. Does your family connections... Kind of nah, no, like, nah, not at all. Like, no, not at all. Like, because dad, even when John played for the Saints, dad was still Carlton. Um, if John had a kept playing because he 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 wrapped up in maybe and you've got a, cousins who
1: are St. Kilda sports,
0: yeah, but they're cousins because in the case of like older cousins, yeah. they were kids when John was playing for the Saints, yeah. Like, if John, if his career hadn't have ended, I think it ended, I think I was born maybe 88, but um. If I had a grown up and he was playing for the Saints in the early nineties, well, I would have followed this. I probably would have followed Saint Kilda.
2: Thank Christ for Thank that. God, dodged, like realistically, What But there.
0: we've we spoken about in the past. If when when I was sort of getting into soccer a little bit, if I knew more about it, I'd probably would have picked Chelsea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Blues. So
1: I've, I've never really been given an option in my sport. Oh, American sports, yes, but um, not the. Uh, Not the homegrown stuff.
0: Do we want to talk, uh, Fabian, about Tim's morning? He got on the text at about uh, quarter past seven this morning. And and listeners, I'm sure you'll agree with Fabian and I, my jaw hit the the floor when I I opened up the text message and Tim had ruled himself out. Not uncommon. One of these two idiots misses most weeks. He'd ruled himself out, ladies and gentlemen, with a cough. Now, anyone who's been listening knows that Tim's coughed through about five years and 120 (laughs) episodes of the show. So... That he was saying, "No, I can't. I've got a cough. I can't possibly come and record the show." I just thought to myself, "What? What have you been doing for the other five years? You've been doing this."
1: <laughs> can I? Can I just add to this? We, please. We were lucky enough to sit near uh, Timbo. You will remember the name that we have to shout out. Tas. Yeah. So um, we had some some pod listeners who were nice enough to acknowledge us, and
0: one of you them know, reached out. One of them sent me a uh, Twitter message.
1: So I said hello. Um, I said, were
0: well, you wearing a shirt that said, I'm for bagging or something?
1: And this is the point. And, you know, very low, they came up to us, said hello. Um, and then, yeah, we, we had a few words, had a
0: laugh at your expense, as we would do. and It's funny, I've met random people and bagged you out as well. <laughs> and just walked down the street. And then
1: Tim and I go back to continue our conversation. And the first thing comes to mind is like, Tim, how how would they have picked up that it's us? And Tim goes, it's
0: probably my cough. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I can imagine like a like a like a bloodhound or like a they're sitting in there and they just hear Tim coughing and like ears prick up. Wait a
1: minute. Yeah, I, I, I told Sean that every time you that's coughed, the
0: Flemmy cough of Tim Davis. Every time you <laughs>
1: coughed, I just I gave you the eyes of. You had a choice of coughing in my direction, or in the direction of a random person who sat to your left, and you chose me yeah, for, the inti- you for the which entire. For which one do you you chose? Game.
0: I mean, remember the mask when Jim Carrey was—he was coughing on that guy, and he's like—he yeah. started coughing like right in his face. It was—I like, can imagine it like that. I don't remember much of the mask. Yeah, not bad. I, m- I remember the good parts. Cameron Dare's. Is it a black and white dress and a red dress? Unbelievable! Absolutely yeah. unbelievable! Sort of in that we're going to talk actually a little bit about this. This is actually an unintended segue because I, I remember thinking when I got Tim's message and he was like, "I'm ruling myself out," I got a cough. Yeah. The first thing that came to mind was. Um, uh, what was her name? Simone from Ferris Bueller. Sounds like it must be pretty serious.
1: It was like if he's ruling himself out.
0: And, of course, Christy Swanson yep. played uh, Simone, and she was in uh, Buffy. She was the, the first Buffy in the in the movie, and that sent me down a rabbit hole because you know who was in Buffy?
1: Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, no, that was no, later. Uh, Perry. Luke Perry. You know what Luke Perry is? He, he's... he's is Brandon's mate from 902. No, there are listeners
0: here screaming at their radios. Dead. He's dead. Really? He looked very dead. Yeah. You know what Rutger He How- was
1: 137 years old when he was doing 90210. Yeah, he was Trying way- to pass himself off as <laughs> an 18-year-old.
0: He'd been held back a couple of years. <laughs> um, Rutger Hauer was, of course, in Buffy. You know what Rutger Hauer is?
1: Dead. He's dead. dead.
0: Paul Rubens was in Buffy. You know what Paul Rubens is?
1: Dead? He's dead. Probably dead. Are they all... They're all dead. ...stake-related incident uh, deaths?
0: Uh, I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, Paul Rubens. I think. Please tell me David
1: Boreanaz, whatever yeah. his name is. Tell me he's alive. Tell me it hasn't Angel. gone over to the TV.
0: Angel. Angel. Um, yeah, Seth Green's still alive. Uh, Alison Hannigan, she's yeah. still with us. Yep. Um, but basically, if you're a cast member in the original Buffy in the 1992 movie, fucking have a look it, over your shoulder. It took
1: me... Something's coming. ...longer than I wanted to... Longer that I want to admit, I'm watching Ted Lasso thinking, oh, I know this bloke, um, the owner, the original owner, I'm thinking,
0: Rupert Mannion,
1: yes, he's playing a prick, but it's, I'm, I'm not picking where he's from, then it's gone, he was Giles from Buffy, it was the teacher who Why did you, had a weird relationship with those kids.
0: Weird, very strange, like yeah. Doc Brown, in, in, if you really interrogate, what's <laughs> Doc Brown doing with Marty?
1: it's not sp- – 80s movies aren't, aren't there to make sense. John
0: Mulaney's got a great gag about how did Marty McFly meet a disgraced nuclear physicist? Why is he hanging out with this guy in a as, car park?
1: We've said it on pod before when – and I raised it last night when um, the uh, the coach in Teen Wolf took the, all of it, 10 seconds to go – Yeah, he's like, whatever. This is going to help me win. Yeah. Clearly, this guy's the best player <laughs> I, on the team. I have a werewolf on my team. but uh, He's good. Let's move on.
0: What was his name? Bobby Finstock (laughs) Old mate Bobby Finstock He has one of my favourite little lines in a movie ever The bloke's got about eight lines for the entire movie He's fantastic And there's a bit where he's like He says something about how the IRS are after old Bobby Finstock (laughs) And it's like you're a 45 year old man talking to Scott Howard And he's like yeah the old IRS are after old Bobby Finstock (laughs) I think he's separated or something And it's just one of those little details that I quite like Um but no, you you mentioned you mentioned that sort of uh, that flow on to um, what we spoke about with, with Buffy and Christy Swanson, she was in The Phantom. Do you remember that? With Billy Zane. With Billy Zane. Not, flop. A, not a terrible movie. But it was a flop. It was as a as flop, a say, but yeah. it was not a, Catherine Zeta Jones was in it. Mm-hmm. The guy that played a, a detective Aguado in uh, Ace Ventura was in it. Um, nah, tree- c- good call. This is this is <laughs> good very good call, Aguado.
1: This is very typical of the Ian Printercast. I'm gonna to to go on another.
0: Tangents. I just want to say, and Treat Williams, I believe. I think Treat Williams is also dead, wow. by the way. He played uh, but Alexander Zane's Drax. Billy very much alive. Just let me, Billy Zane is alive. One of the best things Billy did... Is take roles that include a lot of nudity. Uh, he did do that. <laughs> no, one of the best things that Billy... I don't know if that was great for the audience, but um, one of the best things Billy did was give away the wig.
1: Yeah. Well, Back he, to the future alumni, of course. That's right. He's one of the uh, Biff's... Uh,
0: Biff, Biff's heavies. Yep. Treat Williams is dead, by the way. Wow. So we, we are at cracking pace with dead celebrities just at the moment. <laughs> but going
1: um, back on The Phantom. Yep. And I rang. There was something wrong with my father-in-law's or my in-law's internet. This was years ago. And I rang and I said, you know, you do the whole thing, your name, your address, who you are. I said, look, it's not me. It's from my father-in-law. So he jumps on the line, gives him all the credentials and we're in.
0: His password wasn't like Kit Walker or something. And then all was of a
1: sudden she goes, Okay, now what's your, your password? And I said, Dave, what's your password? And he looks at me. He goes, oh, I don't know. And he starts to panic. And I said, What would you have put as your password? Because you, you must have set it up at the Optus store. Like And all of a sudden, it just comes to me. He goes, Phantom, the ghost who walks. And the person on the other line starts laughing. She goes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> that's whole, the, the whole
0: thing. The whole password was Phantom, Phantom the, the ghost, ghost who walks. walks. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation mark one. <laughs> when he had to update it. You know what was funny though? So the Phantom came out in like 96, I think. And it was at the tail end of this like early 90s art deco thing where like Dick Tracy wasn't Art Deco, but Dick Tracy was, like, pulpy 30s. Yep. And then, like, Batman mm. the Animated Series was, like, Art Deco, pulpy 30s. And then you had this weird thing where, like, they were just making a whole lot of films with this 30s aesthetic. It was just – it was strange. Yep. Like, they did, a, They did like, The Little Rascals, which was a bit later. That was, like, the 40s. Is Roger Rabbit, th- like, themed – Well, see, Roger Rabbit was that sort of – not it wasn't steampunky, but it was that anachronistic yep. sort of set in a time that didn't exist – Little, man, little man's here. Oh, Elliot. Man, Elliot.
1: I'm assuming, you're... What's going
0: on? His nephew, where is he? he he's here. What are you doing? <laughs> is this Betty and Aaron's boy? This is. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Did you go to the footy yesterday? Yes. Oh. Bad luck. Oh. We're recording a podcast. That's a bit heavy for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What well, gave it away? The headsets. We're just practicing flights. Sean, Sean. Be nice to your mother. Jesus. Um, I don't know what we were talking about. Art Deco thirties aesthetic. <laughs> Art Deco thirties. Did you
1: ever Timbo like the cards? Like when Batman '89 came out, there was, like, was like cards. I've got like a footy card. Stickers. I've got a stickers. full. I've got a full photo it album. Our, uh, of, um, poster too.
0: I've got Batman Returns. I'm missing two. I've got the yeah. whole set.
1: I got the whole set of Dick Tracy. I never saw the movie, but I've got all the Dick Tracy cards. That was like. It's a marketing behemoth. And I got a Roger Rabbit show bag one year. I hadn't seen the movie at the time. I have since. But uh, Incredible
0: yeah. technical achievement I
1: had a Inside the Roger Rabbit show bag Was one of those things You put on your finger And it zaps
0: Oh yeah Like a, that Jack Napier Used to kill Yeah but
1: Without the killing part this, it boss. just gives you a bit of it.
0: Why did no one else in the room go What the fuck are you doing It's a very firm handshake As he was killing uh, He was What's wrong with your face <laughs> 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 What a movie What a movie Um Incredible stuff, really. I think, before we move on, I just want to give a special shout-out. We mentioned Rutger Hauer before. Mm -hmm. I just want to give a special shout-out. Rutger Hauer played, I think, one of the most underrated characters in the history of cinema. You know, people talk about geniuses in cinema, you know, Oppenheimer recently, very smart man. Will Hunting, very smart man. Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind, yeah, very smart man. Mm -hmm. None of those blokes did what Rutger Hauer did in Goal 2, Living the Dream. As Rudy Van der Merva, the manager of Real Madrid, I've got a list here, mm. he somehow managed to fit in the following players and not just into his squad rotation, into a starting 11. Yep. Unbelievable. Santi? No, we're going to go through them. Here we go. He had Figo, Ronaldo, Robinho, Julio Baptiste, Beckham, Zidane, Santiago Múñez, Gavin Harris, Roberto Carlos, Hierro, Sergio Ramos, Tovis Gravison, Raul, Ivan Helguera, Michel Salgado. He had them all. That's 16 names. He had them all on the field. On the field at the same time. He is the most (laughs) – it's it's an extraordinary achievement and I don't think it's one that we celebrate enough as a community. He wasn't the
1: same manager in part one, was he? No, that
0: was the German bloke in in Newcastle who actually – I don't know if he came across as very good at his job. He was very dismissive, didn't have a lot of time. He told yeah. Santi that one thing about you can't outrun the ball. Yeah. But other than that, he was a bit of a prick. And remember, like, he wasn't even watching training, and then he was like, no, I saw him flick the ball over that bloke's head. Yeah, he had asthma, Santi. He did. He didn't want to divulge that to the doctors for some reason. It's fucking ridiculous. Ah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes into the pod. You are alive. Uh, you were weirdly quiet on the text on Friday night and you were very shtoom in the days that have followed. Uh, you didn't give me anything on Friday. You didn't give me every, anything yesterday. Uh, well, you you obviously, you were genuinely, you were having a nervous breakdown, weren't you? No,
1: no, no. You Tim- were,
0: you were having a nervous breakdown. Timbo will attest. And you attest, took yourself
1: off the grid. Timbo will attest I was not having a nervous breakdown. He
0: took himself to fucking Italy, Tim, like uh, um, Michael. He just removed I himself. Was,
1: I, I was so cold that my hands could not be exposed <coughs> um, so
0: you didn't clap at any
1: stage? I did. Yep. And I gave Tim the biggest hug. It's a lie, number one.
0: <laughs> um, so oh, cold you couldn't text, but you could clap.
1: Yeah, but I just wasn't on the phone as uh, – like I didn't have it in my hands. it was in the front of the, the backpack. You
0: go through these moods though.
1: No, Timbo, was I, I was just – the only time I got, say, with about five, six minutes to go, and I said to Tim – so I don't know if I'm shaking because I'm that cold or I'm shaking because I'm nervous.
0: Was he dressed appropriately, Tim? Yeah, he was. Was yep. he though?
1: No.
2: no, he definitely was. Put his jacket on before the yeah, game started. Yeah, was he wearing
0: like a T-shirt No, no, he put a jacket No, no, he had a
2: non-breathable jacket that he couldn't walk to the ground in. He had to put it on afterwards, <laughs> afterwards. otherwise he was going to... Descend into molten lava. <laughs> so, he,
0: so he basically gave himself exposure on the walk to the ground. Yeah,
1: but I was all right walking to it. From which he it.
0: couldn't recover.
1: It was the rain in the third quarter that kind of – it didn't just get me. God, I think it got everyone because it came with a bit of a yeah. chilly wind. It was like, okay.
2: Actually, can I just interject? On the walk to the ground, we ran into one AFL senior coach, Adam Kingsley. We did. And Fabian Fabi- got by to complete meet complete the great man.
0: Yeah. Just complete accident.
2: Complete accident. It's fate. It's fate. It was. It was, yeah. And, and what was funny was he was walking towards me away from the MCG with Jeremy Laidler, who's one of his assistant coaches, who interestingly you thought he'd be watching because it was two of his former teams playing. But um, I sort of said to him, I said, oh, what are you doing here? Yeah, because I sort of figured they're on the other side of the draw. Um, and he goes, we're going out for dinner. And And I said, you're not going to the game? He said, no. No. Probably they that, as... that would explain why you're walking away from the MCG. from the ground. Did they stay at
3: the
0: Pullman on the park?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think they must have been staying at the Pullman. I, I reckon uh, they were in the, the service... Italian restaurant. I think it's called Bocala, um That's on the corner, just up from
1: um, St. Vincent's. Mm. It's a nice new facility. That it's like service departments and stuff. Where yeah, the, that's right. It was. They uh... may have
2: very well been in the service apartments. What as happened well, when you? Um,
1: what
0: happened when you uh, when you met Kingers?
1: He asked me, you're nervous, and I didn't hide it at all. I said, you were sweating like profusely. And I said, no, no. said um, I, no. I am shitting myself. You were that key and, and peel. He, he had a look of, righto. You were that key and peel. Uh, <laughs> Whatever works for you. <laughs> Whatever works for you, You mate. were
0: that key and peel gif, <laughs> like just sweating profusely. He went, no, calm, calm, very calm. Yeah. <laughs> In the end of that, have you ever seen that skit? No. And then his, his
1: wife is he, questioning him, so every time he answers, he just – He's sweating and sweating and sweating, and eventually
0: he starts asking her questions. She sweats worse. <laughs> <laughs> you never see that. You never see the flip side of that. Uh, Printed DJ this week or two weeks ago, I think it was. We did uh, This is the one by the Stone Roses, Roses, of course. Mm-hmm. Which uh, why is that significant Fab? I have no idea. What? Why is it significant to us? Was the one we wanted? No, no Tim. The one? Oh, I don't get it. Is it Where is do it, they a, play U- it? United Link. It's a United
1: Link. Yes. Okay. That's oh, as in we are United.
0: No, they play it at Manchester United. Yeah, I know,
1: but what's the link to the to the Carlton Football Club? I just club? said
0: the link to us. Is a, there's a bit of trivia there that they played this song oh, okay. at oh, Old oh, Trafford.
1: Okay, but what's the what's the this is Egypt? the
0: one? This is the one we've waited for. Okay, sweet Christ, Jesus Christ! What I just said? Yeah, but I was asking Fab about the United. Oh yeah, yeah okay. I, um, I had a brain fart. Sorry. Interestingly, if there are people that are into this sort of thing, there's a very good little uh, documentary called uh, "The Hacienda: The Club That Shook Britain." Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun little cultural doco about, you know.
1: It was the place to be um, in the well, Ear- early 90s.
0: 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. Mid-80s. Um, no, I went to the old and It's now like an apartment complex and there's just the old sign on the brick wall. I think one of the – I think Noel – that's Tim twitching around, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's not – now we're behind a chair from the looks of things. How long were we into this record? 18 minutes. You haven't coughed once, Tim. Oh, no. Ridiculous. No,
2: I did, I did, co- I did cough once. And I nervously coughed because I
0: didn't want it to set me off. Jesus. Jesus. Um, I think it was Noel Gallagher. He talks about like you went to the Hacienda and you found it and it was really hard to find. And it's just this little sign on the wall. And it's that's sort of what it is, yep. carved into the rock. But um, I don't know. It's sort of like this fun little doco about this, this what was effectively a cultural cradle in the mid-80s and kind of sustained 10 or 15 years worth of what became like cool Britannia and all that. Yep. Because like – I think Noel Gallagher says it. He says something about how all these bands started to come out of Manchester. He goes, and all of a sudden, like, it sounded like us. Mm. They sang with our accents and they sounded Mancunian, whereas a lot of British music to that point, it just sounded pretty, like, homogenous. Yep. And it sort of birthed a whole lot of really cool, really great brands and and really great culture. So it's called, um, yeah, The Hussey End of the Club That Shook Britain. It's on YouTube. It's an old BBC doco. Give it a watch if you like. Uh, Leonard Puglia, of course, um, got the theme this week. Uh, It is his segment. Um, He's got it absolutely bang on the money. Um, Ratings and reviews, no ratings and reviews this week, but thanks to everyone who does leave us a rating and review. We really appreciate it and can't thank you enough. So definitely keep them coming. Fab and Tim mentioned you uh, ran into some listeners. Yes. You mentioned that before, which is lovely. Uh, So if you do see us in the wild, come up and say hello if you recognize us. If you recognize us, absolutely. And in closing, we will do – re- someone reached out to me with this. We will do a Ming's meetup. I'm just incredibly nervous about Ming's – If we win the flag, I'll buy
1: Ming's. I just think
0: – Outright. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just worried about Ming's reaction because basically all we're doing is booking the dining room. Yeah. But it'll be the most confusing concept of all time. We may as well – we should just say, can we book the dining room and then just turn up with the gear? Because if we tell them, look, we want to book the dining room to I'll host, they'll get confused. A, a live, they'll
1: overthink it. They'll
0: overthink it. They'll get worried, and they'll think like they'll sat, They won't know what to do, and they'll just, out of fear, <laughs> they'll knock us back. So maybe yeah. we just say we're going to book and, the dining room. And can room. you have
2: enough ingredients for a hundred serves of <laughs> beef and I'll, black beans, Please,
0: I'll tip them off like Andrew Dimitriou to Essendon and say, just word of warning, make sure you get a lot of cows out the back there because you're going to need them. <laughs> you're going to need a lot of beef. Um, so that's lovely. That's really good stuff. Uh, we're going to move on now. Two, it's been a long time. This is our first uh, subheading of the episode and we've waited an awfully long time to experience what we did on Friday night, which is, you know, the coming together, which was great and that outpouring of emotion and the the escalation of nerves throughout the course of the day, um, which is obviously released at the final siren. Uh, Question to you two, um, how did we greet that beautiful, beautiful sound come the end of the end of the match? And a Carlton win.
2: With a very, very long hug that let out a lot of yeah. uh, joy, frustration, anxiety and fear. Yeah, I
1: was going <laughs> to say, it was, and this is without a lie, it was a good 30 seconds. It was a good 30-second hug. It, it was, was. And it was tight. It was. For, the lactic acid is the only thing that, that kind of broke it because I, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to cramp up. I'm burning up.
0: I reckon when, when Newman marked the Borgs, I, I had the clock out. And it was eight seconds at the bounce, I think. Yep. That was clock yep. out, by the way. I had, It was eight seconds at the bounce. <laughs> and the ball. You wouldn't have wanted the other one no, out because no. it was well, very cold. Yeah, you know. um, and the ball gets kicked forward, sort of thing. And I think when Newman marked it, because it was like, oh, there's, there's two seconds, there's three seconds left. It was eight seconds at the bounce. I think I started like jumping up and down and like squealing like Gary Neville. <laughs> like, say, so, like, yes. We and kept
1: looking at. At start, I was looking at Pierre's cousin who had the clock there, and then I saw Tim with it in about a minute. So I thought, I'll, I'll give up on Rick and I'll look at Tim. And then when I lucky like got, they kicked the goal, and I said, Tim, how long left? And Tim goes, I don't know. I put the phone away. So I said, Tim. I need the time. <laughs> and I said, maybe forty. <laughs>
0: I like how – like this is no time for Tim's wild guesstimations either. He's like, you're like, how long is definitively le- in this knockout final? How long's left? And you're like, rather than – look, I don't know. I'll just put the phone away. You're going, 40?
1: I had a brain. I, I said to Pierre during the first quarter or second, I said, how long left? Pierre goes, two minutes. So how do you know? He goes, holding up a big sign with a two on it. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yep, yep. Well, there, there could be one minute 46
0: it could be inside that marker. Um, and the night itself, I suppose. Um, how good was it to see? It was wonderful to walk in and to see just – this is one of my favourite things about modern finals is the allocation of tickets in the bays. Yep. So you yeah. get the really good delineation of colour all around the stadium. Yep. Yeah. And you where, walk where in – Where were you, Sean? Where were you? N52.
2: N52. So you're your 62nd level Olympic,
0: Olympic stand. yeah. Okay. so like looking out on the, the southern stands always great because you don't have the breakup of the members yep which kind yep. of interrupts that flow so yep. the, the the view you've got is sort of what is it 10 to like four o'clock yep and it was just Navy yep there was a, there was one Bay of
1: Sydney in, <laughs> on level two on where we were there was
0: one bay and then behind the goals and it was you just you walked in and you just went I hope they recognize this. Mm. they recognise that, the, yeah, yeah, here we go. We, we just happened to be sat next to one of the only bays of Sydney idiots as well.
1: Yeah, no, we, we had no red around us at all. But further along on – because we were two – we were the upper one. Is that 2B? Yeah, we're 2A, two, but two a, they call it. So it's the sexy
2: third level. Okay. Oh, so. that level
0: – that might be level P. Uh,
2: yes, that's Yes, it is. we we will P3, we were right behind the goal. We, we had the very best view
1: of um, um, Harry Mackay's two. Brilliant. We all stood up. Because we were like a, a nice drop nice punt. We're marking this because we were like prime position. It was That's, that's where it should have ended up yeah. in our hands. So we were all excited and got nothing. But, yeah, just across on the level below, so level 2B, whatever that is, um, there was that two. pocket of Sydney supporters.
0: And it was like one bay. Yeah. Whereas usually and it's then threes.
1: When they got they got vocal and then when we got the was it after the Chera goal where everyone was just that's where everyone Chera, was directed
2: the, we kicked three in a row after that there was a Chera goal and then culminated with the crips goal yep um and and Jack Martin might have had his set shot at goal from that I think as Jack well.
1: Martin's the first goal yeah
2: but it was the uh, it was the um, football equivalent of the uh, dueling banjos but it was. Um, if that's that, what you have got, video. this is what we've got, and and it was actually you've long said this, and it might be on your run sheet, Sean. Probably the crowd influence of the Carlton Football Club after a ten-year hiatus, they realised that that was the moment that they had to step up, and they had to make a statement, and and you know let Sydney the players and and the crowd know you're in hostile territory here, and and Sydney, to their credit, when they're up at SCG, it's horrible to listen to, but when they get the Sydney chant going, it really gets them moving. Well, we well, It's a recognition that of momentum, we isn't outdid it? them, and really, I reckon it genuinely lifted the,
0: the plates. It's a recognition of momentum. It's a recognition that, as I said, you get nervous because you know that, as silly as it sounds, you know that if I compete for the ball, I'm a Sydney player, if I compete for the ball, if I get tackled...
1: Timbo, unzip your top a little bit. Yeah, I know, that's because that's it. Because the V, we want to see it. It. That's not, I, think mic. I think it's yeah, just yeah. made it worse. Yeah, Timbo, just move it away from. Look, the mic is on your right.
0: Show us a bit more cleave.
1: There we go. There we go. <laughs> I love how the, I love how that was picked up.
0: The. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think there's a level of momentum that you get, and, and as I said, I, if I'm a Sydney player, I get tackled. It sounds really ridiculous, but the huge, as premature and nonsensical as it is, the big scream of you know ball, mm-hmm. or every every time you, comp- you you approach a contest, it's the classic noise of affirmation. Is that the crowd's reacting to something? Is the umpire? What's Tim? What are you doing there? You've just zipped up a little bit. Um, but the the umpire goes, should I have something to look at there? It yep. sounds so silly, yeah. but it's all part of playing Absolutely. the game. Um, Fine margins. Am I insane in thinking? There was a level of, in the community, and when we're exposed to a bit of it on, on Twitter, am I insane for thinking there was a little bit of a pocket of insane Collingwood fans, a bit hard up that our final against an interstate team only narrowly yeah. drew less than theirs yep. against Melbourne? It's 500 less. And there's a bit of, they fucking love jerking themselves off about being this, that, and I'm the, we're the bit, and it's like, no, we've come to the party and it's, you know. <laughs> Sorry. What in, oh, in, in double the numbers, you, you use not. this colorful language, you must, you must but this what they, she hates Collingwood. Um, but that there's that thing about them, they all they pride themselves on being, oh, we're the biggest and we're the best supported. And well, then Richmond turned up a couple of years ago and were like, eh, hmm, well, and then we turn up like on Friday night, and mm, yeah, hmm, we're all pretty, pretty similar dickheads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you want to get carried well, away. I, I reckon,
2: as you say, they would have had if they had. 55, and Melbourne had 37, you're going, awesome. Well, Sydney might have had 12, we had 80.
0: Yep. I reckon 12 was, generous.
2: Well, it might be, but there's a lot of Swan supporters around, and they've been going through a purple patch over the last 15, 20 years. We're going to get on you know, the Sydney momentarily. They, 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 they do turn up. to yeah, I'm 12, gonna, 12 mate, might be generous. I'm
1: going to mention this before I forget I'm it. I'm going to pay out on Sydney soon. We are leaving the MCG. Tim tells me to keep my eyes open for... Mr. and Mrs. Davis, who I have no idea what they look like, <laughs> in a crowd of ninety-two thousand people leaving the MCG. If you see my mother and dad Tim, tell me, Tim "Goes, Just get, keep your eyes open uh, for my mum and dad." Yeah, I don't know what they look like, mate. <laughs> but you do you want me to point it, out? Because you
2: met him at a bar named Barry back in. <laughs> um,
0: uh, Please don't my
1: thirty-third birthday, it wasn't Barry. It was Flanagan's Cocktails and Dreams. It was Flanigan's like, it was like Sugo or something like that. It was like maybe a, a four. Maybe. It was a four.
0: Letter, name.
2: I oh, wasn't a bar named Barry. That was in Collingwood. This was the one on um, in Northcote. Northcote.
0: So, you, Street, Fab, Northcote. you met them 12 years ago on a one-off night. You should absolutely have them committed to memory, especially what Tim, they look Tim, like today. Tim,
2: That's 14 w- and a half years ago. I
1: was going to say, Sean, Tim wishes yes, it was 12 well, years yesterday. ago. Tim, you, Fab,
0: <laughs> you should be able to recognise not only Tim and Tim's parents, but yeah. you should be able to go... They've aged a little bit. Yeah, I can. But amongst
1: ninety two thousand, I, I will get them. I will see them and go. This is the
0: sort of thing that like only Jason Bourne <laughs> could do. Can
2: I give a shout out to my mother? By the way, no. my my mum's my mum's seventy six, and um, and she gets around a bit slower than she could and she, you know than she should, and she could probably be a little bit more active than mm-hmm. she is. But mum unfortunately had a fall in the food court at the Pines the other day.
0: Oh no! At Michelle's um, patisserie.
2: Yeah, she was up and oh. around there, and she's managed to trip on a chair leg, Oh, no. and she's fallen. And obviously, older people don't brace, have the same reflexes and brace, and all that sort They're of like stuff. Braden so, must hit the ground and and gone eyebrow on the ground, split yeah. herself open, claret in the food court. Um, I'll, was, I'll give you Jackie uh, Charles's number. Yeah. Was all happening.
0: So, is she, is she, was she? she were she they did. there to follow the swans?
2: At the pines?
0: No, the game,
2: you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were there to follow the swans. So, but yeah, we didn't end up seeing them. They were on their way back to. Would have at the time we were looking for them. They on their way back to um, Jollymont Station to train it back to Heidelberg. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, and, and had all sorts of issues with trains and reckon they didn't get home till twelve thirty. So it's
0: just that that's, I think that's exactly how their night deserved to end. To be honest, uh. <laughs> uh, I think swan
1: supporters, but not uh, not Mister and Missus Davis. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, we'll give them a shout no,
0: out. No, we'll get to the Swans in a moment. You know, so you know what else Friday night showed? You sort of touched on it. We briefly discussed it. And Thursday night showed this as well, to be fair. The AFL don't want teams like St Kilda and the Bulldogs and North, but they don't want them to be good. No. Like realistically, <laughs> let's be fair, they don't want those teams to be good because it doesn't mean anything. Yep. It doesn't move the needle. Yep. Like you've got 92,000 people there consecutive nights 68. Yesterday's. It's that's, okay. I, I reckon that's phenomenal. It's for St it's, Kilda yeah, in the okay.
1: GWs. Yeah, but you know why? Free tickets.
0: Uh, well, no. I think there's an element of idiot St Kilda fans thinking they were in for a win. Yeah, yeah. And if they were playing Collingwood or Carlton, or, yeah, they would have stayed away. They would have stayed away. Um, yeah. Which would have just been more tickets hoovered up by those fans. Yep. Which would have been fine. But I just think that, th- that those teams just don't. They just don't move the needle. And the AFL can be like, oh, equalisation, this and now it's that. No, they don't want. They don't want those teams good, no. at the cost of what's been in place for the better part of the last ten years, where Carlton and Essendon particularly have been kind of mediocre. Yep. You know, Richmond have obviously been flying, and we saw what that meant. Collingwood, when they're going well, we know what that means. The AFL's wet dream is Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon, and Richmond finishing the top four.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's their absolute. They'd be going behind closed doors. They'd be going fucking yes.
1: Yep, this is it. But from every, not only ticket sales,
0: the oh.
1: all, the the viewing Media, numbers and
0: everything, everything column inches. So anyway, enjoy it. This you know we've shown how hard it is to get this point of the season. We've, this is the first time we've qualified for the finals under our own steam since 2011. So it's hard to make them, and from where we've been, it's hard to make them. It's hard to get there, and it's even harder to win them. We're going to talk about that later, but it's even harder to win them. So I'm sure that the Carlton community is enjoying it. But if you're feeling a bit I don't know. If you feel a bit critical of the performance or whatever, don't. Mm. Enjoy. Enjoy. We're going to talk about this. Uh, before we move on, I just want to have my rant against Sydney and how much I hate them. Maybe this could be a recurring thing next year where I just do a rant about why I hate that week's opposition. Mm. Can we just refer to them as Tim's Bloods? Tim Timbo's Bloods. <laughs> so you know what I loved most? Almost, no, nah, not most. You know what I loved very, very, very much about Friday night? Yep. I loved pissing all over... That nauseating Bloods culture bullshit. I fucking love it. You know what the Bloods culture is? Failure. 70 years of fucking nothing. Just failure. That's all it is. Bloods culture. South Melbourne, you were so fucking meaningless. They just said, go, leave, go somewhere else. And you went somewhere else and no one gave a shit about you there either because you're a nothing football club and you tried to create this put upon culture after the fact that referred to it Like, it wasn't like you were referring back to the fucking 30s when you were a legitimately good team. Yeah. Or you were like Collingwood in the 30s or Melbourne in the 50s or... How many flags did South Melbourne have? Oh, six. Three. Oh, fucking Three. there you go. I've doubled it for it. Yeah. No. So they were a pathetic shit-can team that no one cared about <laughs> and they tried to create this nonsensical <laughs> fucking culture about themselves that if you had any brain at all and interrogated meant nothing... 'Cause all they wore they had Bob Pratt and that was about it, and he was just a drunken buffoon.
2: And it's like He got he got hit by a truck on grand final week one year that they were playing. Yeah, he, needless to say, A didn't play and B they didn't win the premiership. Do you reckon? He so,
0: can so, he might he be unlucky. Do you reckon he, he might have had saying. a few, Tim? Do you reckon but, he might have had a few before he walked out into <laughs> fucking traffic and was hit by a truck? Maybe. Um but I, they I just, did they did have a three
1: a triple brown lane medalist, Bob Skilton. Yeah, so, he played uh,
0: in the did he play a final ever?
2: I don't know. I think he played one.
0: he so, played one I, I and think,
2: lost uh, I clearly, because otherwise he would have played two. Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you just know that every one of their fans follows the team because quote, my pop did. Genuinely. Yeah. Genuinely. And,
1: and then some of them are s- such bad children that they abandon who their pop for, went what?
0: for and end up can't support us. And you know <laughs> and you, and honestly it's very true. And you know that they vote greens. Like you just look at them and you're like you vote greens, don't you? Yeah. Just throwing it away. Before I met, just Tim, wasting everyone's time at the ballot box.
1: Before I met Tim, I genuinely knew no Sydney slash South Melbourne supporters apart from my grandparents. They all
0: did. came out of the woodwork. Fab in the mid, the like the early two thousands. Kelly's Kelly's grandma
1: was who I never met. Kelly's grandma was a South Melbourne supporter. Yeah, and my grandparents obviously Sydney, a big,
0: obviously a very strong supporter of the team. Given they fucking packed up and left Melbourne because no one cared about them. <laughs> so uh, we put that uh, on the apparently record. Apparently,
1: she she was. Um, but my grandparents used, Sydney were always on a Sunday In and my, Sydney And my grandparents used to watch it for The old uh, Scrivenbiter Peter Philandia Peter Philandia Because they you have to say the whiz
0: No they're, made more Their sense. friends
1: Were Peter, Peter Philandia's grandparents Who lived up the road Did they ever speak about the incident? <laughs> I don't think they really knew what was going on But the, I'm sure yeah, old mate they, sure they, they. they
0: had a You know Who is this sorry? Like my grandparents. I'm sure your, your grandfather knew that Peter Filandia just bitten someone's ballsack.
1: ah uh, he wasn't reading the papers or anything like that.
0: He probably had a sense of was it reported in Il Globo?
1: Il Globo? I <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, doubtful.
0: Philandia, potentially Italian. Yeah,
1: but n- not in a good light. Globo, <laughs> the Globo's there to, to to publish things in a positive light.
0: But yeah, like they're all just like inner city trendies. They all drink fucking craft beer. They all support ridiculous social causes that actually like who gives a shit? Ah. Oh.
1: They wear Blunstons. They wear
0: Blunstons with like jeans, like acid wash jeans. Like their, their team, you know, they, oh, we march in Mardi Gras and see, we support LGBT causes. Mm. We also take blood money from the Qatari government state owned airline as well. Don't worry about that. Don't, <laughs> you know, we're, we're homosexuality is punishable by death. Don't, don't, you know, we'll put their fucking advertising all over the place you know, and, but, and then wave
1: a rainbow and flag. We'll wave a
0: rainbow flag during Mardi Gras. <laughs> you know, you fucking, well, they hypocrites.
1: wave it. They wave it. Every game, it's in
0: the cheer squad. You fucking hypocrites, is all I'll say. If they were that socially minded, Fab, the club, the fans would rail against this Qatari situation. Yep. But they don't. They don't, because they can be bought, clearly. They've got a price. Weak as fucking piss. At least with us and the pokies, just own it. I can't wait for your rant against Melbourne next week. (laughs) Just fucking own it. Like... Flight change notification. This isn't good news. As long as it's not <laughs> getting earlier. Not sure. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> flight change. New flight details. This is there's no there's no time. <laughs> just turn up. It's it's private. Sean just turns up and flies out. Like there's no time on the thing. Cancelled. What? <laughs> Fucking Qantas. Oh, 450. That's bullshit. They've pushed me back an hour. Fuck, I've got to text my cab driver. This is actually probably not a bad thing. I can I can be relaxed. Got to yep. Just bear with me while I text Navi. To, he needs to come <laughs> an hour later. Um, so nah, just, Navi,
1: is Navi a listener?
0: Probably. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe. I, I is, he, is
1: he like your regular?
0: I've only just established this because he gave me a lift home a couple weeks ago yep. um, just by chance because I, I had booked a cab and I went out there and he was like nowhere. Yep. They're like you're looking for cab ID, blah 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 blah, yep. and it's like where he's nowhere. Yep. And then that he, he sort of goes, oh, I guess, have, what do you? And I said, I can't find my guy. I don't know where he is. Yep. Um, and he goes, oh, that's okay. He goes, jump in with me. And he was he, so he gave me a lift. And he said, oh, I he- know him.
2: I know him by the way. Navi. Yeah. His dad's name's
0: Feliz. Feliz. Navi dad. Absolutely horrendous. You're you're that's bad. That is a shit joke. Oh, <laughs> You know it's bad if you know if it's bad if for Baganash she's giving you nothing. He <laughs> well, loves we... a dad joke. I thought for a minute we both shared Navi's services, but so anyway, he gave me a lift and he guess gave me his card and he goes, "Yeah, if you need, you know, it's a good relationship. If you can
1: get handy. a relationship with when we were in Malaysia, handy. We our cabbie was Mister P S Chua, who is this another like pun? No, no, Pierce Chure. That Peter was, Ian
0: he, Staker, P.I. Staker, his taker. <laughs> he
1: gave me his card. He he took us to the night markets one night and he said, look, if you want to be driven around or whatever, call me. So I rang him the next day, big white man from Australia, he called me. And he took us absolutely everywhere. And it's the one holiday Kelly and I went to where I'm in photos because he would follow us everywhere.
0: He was your personal photographer. He was your own paparazzi.
1: It, took us on a full day tour and then the next day he took us somewhere. I was like, it was amazing. And then I just gave him the equivalent of $200 cash Australian. Because like what he's charging us to take us absolutely every- – and he provided lunch. Or well, out of his cab. He, I don't know if he's got to set up with someone. He
0: opened he- up the glove box. There was like a slow cooker in it. A bit of raw
1: chicken. Yeah. Um, goes, yeah, I like found this? it funny when he did have to pull over and I said, i get to put petrol. He goes, no, no, change battery. And I'm like, what? And they do. It's like a quick. It's a quick swap out.
0: Well, it's like a for, like an F1 pit stop.
1: They, they run the air cons in those little cars all the time because it's like stifling. Um. Did he pull in
0: like an F1 pit stop? And the guy opens. It was. The it was a like tiny garage. T- ta- takes the battery out. It of reminded me one. of
1: that. The, the little forklift in uh in cars. Yeah, yeah. Pit stop.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, so and all on. their little mustaches fall off.
1: Shout out to uh, P.S. Chua, not a listener. He might be. Not a listener. Not a listener.
0: Was that the trip where the, you were getting a massage and the lady went a bit, she went a bit far south? Yeah,
1: she she mounted me <laughs> at one stage and then when I was on my back, she went to give me a happy ending in front of my wife and when I told her no, she uh, said, no, it's okay. I said, no, it's not okay.
0: Kelly was laughing, wasn't she? <laughs> Kelly was dying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've never, like, a massage <laughs> is supposed to be relaxing. I'm wearing a robe that is way too small. My, my, honestly, course. my testicles were hanging below. Easy access. They wanted to wash my feet in a
0: bowl that was too small for my feet. Fab over there it would, have been, would have been like a jockey <laughs> mounting a Clydesdale. It would have been, like, unbelievable. It was, oh, honestly, it's, it was horrific.
1: I didn't enjoy one minute of that couple's massage. Kelly found well, it you, to be the funniest you, thing. You she probably, goes, the massage wasn't that great, but it was. Did it you was,
0: enjoy everything up until the sexual assault?
1: Uh no, not really. Oh, no. You got this little, small, little Malaysian woman who literally mounted me and was like rubbing herself up and down my, on my back. It was just, it was, it was weird. <laughs> it was real weird. This is a couple's massage. If I understand, if I went there on my own, I was like, all right, I I'll get what yeah, you're trying sure to do. Thing,
0: yeah, but <laughs> I'm not buying it. But I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, I like that story. It's one of my faves. Horrific. <laughs> so anyway, Sydney, you're a pack of pricks. And, um, you know, you say you support LGBT people. You don't give a shit about them. Stop pretending. And, you know, if it's not COLA, you know, they get COLA. If it's yep. not COLA, they're getting fucking academy draft picks. They're finishing in the top four and getting the top five fucking player every year. You know, they're all whinging about something. There's this put-upon belief in the AFL that Sydney need to be good. Yep. Just at the detriment of everyone else. Everyone else, you can you can fucking scrape the bottom of the barrel for 10 years. But nah, Sydney need to be good because it's, it's a market. They it's want. a market, so Sydney need to be good. Fuck Sydney. Make them be like everyone else. Don't have special rules for them. Don't give them special chop outs all the fucking time. Don't like Sandbag Collingwood. were going to draw. Uh, that was Collingwood. going to recruit Tony Lockett, and the AFL said, "No, nah, you're not." He's going to Sydney. He's going to Sydney. Barry Hall ends up there. Fucking you know, Kurt Tippett ends up there. Buddy ends up there. Blah 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 blah. Lots of others. It's just shit house. It's just, and we all just have to turn a blind eye to this special treatment that the fucking Bloods get.
1: And I'm you, sick of it. You and, didn't want to dial into this. And then you've got, yeah.
0: obviously, the Melbourne's, the situation with North Melbourne, they only won that game because of an interchange infringement. They only beat Adelaide because the goal umpire like, had a fucking, like, just blacked out. Yep. Mid, Hour. You know, they shouldn't have even been there, and now they're gone. Good riddance.
1: They shouldn't have been there, and their coach has the audacity... To bitch and moan about the score review system.
0: Arsene Wenger-like, lack of awareness.
1: Right after he said, I, I hadn't seen it because I don't get the replays. They said, yeah, but is the technology good enough? Oh, clearly not. Clearly not.
0: You know what, so no one. I said this on Twitter clearly today. Clearly
1: not, yeah, because you're here.
0: I said this on Twitter yeah. today. Yeah. So no one in the press room had the fucking balls to go, well, both decisions are right, John. So mm. they are both right. They are both touched.
1: And the only person I heard, even on Crunch Time, they were talking about it yesterday. And Jerry and Whateley goes, Well, Michael Wilson's got a, conclu- it's a brilliant photo. A, a conclusive photo where it's it's touched. It's, touched. So it's not yeah. to all these people who are still
0: debating this thing online, it's inconclusive. The Melbourne one, yeah, fair, fair play. Inconclusive. Inconclusive. And I think that if it affected your team, we can laugh because we maybe got away with one. But if it affected your team, you can't you can't award the higher score yep. if something's inconclusive. No, yep. that's right. That's you can't right. award, you can't just say, Oh, it's a goal, I don't know, I don't know, so it's a goal. Yep. No, you can't do that. And the same thing here, You go the two ones that Acres got to on the weekend were touched. Yep. They were touched. They're behinds. So don't sit there, John. This is another just shocking – this reflects Paul the Sydney, to be fair. Don't sit there when you've benefited in the most outrageous decision of the year. Yeah. is the only reason you were playing on Friday night. You've benefited from one of the most outrageous decisions we've it seen. Been,
1: it would have been best for him to say, look, I haven't seen him, but, you know, you win some, you lose some.
0: Not even that. Don't even talk about it.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. have but the we- as you say, a level of magnanimous. No, dude,
0: Tim, have the awareness. Is have the, the awareness oh, all... to talk to someone within your crew if you're thinking you are hard done by and go where they touched. Yeah. And someone goes, yeah, I touched. And you go, okay, just don't mention it. You fucking idiot. Is that oh. sparkling water timber?
2: Uh, no, it used to be. It's now just got uh, normal water.
0: Do you out. load Sydney as much as I do? No. Do you load, th- as a traffic engineer, do you load Sydney?
1: I don't. I do very little work. I wouldn't say we've done no work there, but very little work up in Sydney. So Dogs
0: breakfast up there.
1: Um, I don't like Sydney as a city. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's beautiful, but I just
0: don't like... It's interesting in a really, like, I use the word again, it's like anachronistic. It doesn't really look or feel like anywhere. And you go there, and I might have said this before, you walk around and I'm like, yeah, I understand why they shot The Matrix here or like, it's like Superman. They've shot some films here because it kind of looks like Nowhere. Yeah. There are parts of the city that look like New York with big one way streets. And then there are parts that look like like, an in, inner city, old, you know, 1940s Australia. Yeah, It's weird.
1: They're not a fantasy, but the football team, I'm. What's ambivalent mean?
0: Yeah. Couldn't give a shit. Well, Meh. that's it.
1: Yeah. I, I, I hate, obviously, apart from our traditional rivals, I'm more Bulldogs. I hate everyone. St. Kilda. If if
0: fans if fans want us to do fans want me to rant against our opponents every week, I can do that. Sean's rant. Sean's rant about why he hates that week's opponent, and it can be uh, particularly vitriolic. Yep. If that's what you're after, we can do that, can't we? If you want, just let us know in the let us know in the in the tweets or in the whatever, and we can we can go from there. Oh, it's a '90s banger. This is genuinely a banger.
1: Do love this song. Everything about it, Timbo. It was. It was tied to a film that was, if people remember that time, that was one of the biggest films of the 90s.
0: Iconic. And that cool Britannia explosion yeah. of British culture.
1: They love the name of the band so much they wrote it three times. Wet, wet, wet.
0: Too many. Eric Jemba Jemba.
1: <laughs> We're just going to call him Eric.
0: He's so good they named him twice.
1: Same with Elia Aaliyah, Aaliyah.
0: Oh, Timbo, why, <laughs> did we Aaliyah play, Aaliyah Aaliyah, why did we play that, Tim? Because the blues are back, baby. You know what I love? I love fun stuff like that. So you mentioned, uh, Fab, that that was was, uh, Love Is All Around Us by Wet Wet Wet, Wet, which was a cover of the Trog song from 1967. Mm -hmm. And the story goes that Richard Curtis asked the band to record a cover of one of three songs for Four Weddings and a Funeral, and the band chose that song. Yep. Uh, It ends up, goes on to become one of the highest selling singles of the 90s, and particularly in the UK. It spent 15 weeks at number one, which is number two all time. Um, and it became so ubiquitous on stations across the UK that it was banned. These stations wow. actually banned playing it. And then Better Again, um, Curtis would go on and spoof this kind of phenomenon using the very same song in, in Love, Love Actually. actually. Yeah. And it was a bit of a knowing, winking you know, at the camera that this is a bit of a piss take, Bill Nye's recording this song. <laughs> <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> but he's putting a Christmas spin on it. We'd have got a couple of other good songs. So I'll take your word for it. Look them up, Spotify. I will. Uh, we're actually going to go a bit ballady today with some of the um, the, the, print, right. the 90s bangers. So get, get, get yourself prepared for that. Second heading, we've said this phrase before, gentlemen. We've said it a number of times throughout the <laughs> years. And it was never more – oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> it was never more applicable uh, than it was on Friday night. And This is where we're going to talk about people not getting too you know, hanged or about the fact that maybe we didn't play the perfect game of football. Al Davis, what did he say? Just win, baby. Just win, just baby. Win. We've said it many times. We said it again on Friday. I don't want to hear anyone. I don't want to hear Carlton fans poo-pooing the performance because it rather misses the point. Tim, in finals, you just have to find a way. You have to scrape. You have to claw. You just have to make it happen by hook or by crook. You don't get anything extra for winning with Pike.
2: The, the comment that I wrote down, which you would be very, very appreciative of. Cause I'll be the judge To throw of that. back to you is, um, finally, for once, as a team, we gave ourselves room for error. You know, we did make some howlers on the night. Mm. There were a few mm. things that didn't quite go right and it didn't come back to, to burn us. Went fucking close, but um, it didn't hurt us. We didn't have to play the perfect game to win. We just had to find a way. It was beautiful,
0: and then as much as I hate Sydney, if that wasn't clear, people who listened to us earlier <laughs> to the episode would be aware of it now. Um, and as I hate obviously everything they represent on and off the field, uh, they are a very hardened side. They played in last year's grand final. Yep, like they played. Like, a little yep. bit was made of the fact that we had 17 games finals experience. They had 148 or whatever it was. Like well, that that does count for something emotionally you know, in terms of maturity. So. Um, They know what it's about. Our guys, for the most part, didn't. We had to turn up and make it happen, and we did. Um, They made a run at us. We we ended up finishing um, the game in front, and that's all you need to do ultimately. Where do you sit on this, Fab, all that, you know, the Blues didn't play well rhetoric? And the reality is sometimes you don't have to play well, and sometimes style isn't the most important thing. Mm -hmm. When you're playing knockout football, the result is the only thing that matters.
1: Absolutely, and there's something that could be taken in a performance in which – there were certain elements that were really good. But having to fight it out in a final is only going to battle-harden this group who are going to play again next week against an opposition who's going to, you know, serve it up to us. So it's
0: And they're hardened as well.
1: They're Absolutely, they're hardened. They only won a flag two years ago. So it was – like I said, there was elements of yesterday's game where we can – you can't look back and think, oh, jeez. No, there was elements that we were – Really good. We started hot, and we've been how many times this season, especially during that lean period. It's like we were like, "How are we coming out so flat?" Whether it mm. be after half time or at the start of a game, there was none of that. We were ready to go. We took opportunities, and it was it was a twenty-two player buy-in. That doesn't mean every every single player had their best performance of the year. No, we're gonna
0: speak about a few of
1: these boys, but later. it was a four-quarter twenty-two player effort.
0: I if think we, we, your point, excellent point. I think we've spoken earlier in the year about those. What's the activation pre-game? What's the trigger? Yep. Every club would have one. Every playing group would have one. You know, a song, uh, a warm-up, whatever it is. Because whatever we were doing was shit. Yep. How would Tony say that? Shit. Shit. Mm. Like terrible. Not was, AFL standard. It was a shit, Sean. But uh,
1: your friend, can I just uh, give you one Tony story mate, quickly? Uh, Rossi, All right. Tim's going to give us a Tony story. Fucking hell. Yep.
2: Tony rings on Friday night. When is the single most opportune time for somebody to ring somebody during a final?
0: What, right at the very start?
2: As the anthem is starting and Tony's <laughs> expecting Fabian to pick up the phone while everyone's standing to attention. We've taken our hats off and all that sort of stuff, doing everything right. Tony calls clearly at home. Tony's going, "Oh, well, this is downtime. There's no no dramas. I'll chat to the boy now." But um, oh, leave he, us to say, Fabian anthems, didn't take that call.
0: Should we have anthems?
1: Yes. No. Before yeah. the grand final, I loved it. I'm happy with nah, it. No,
0: I think it's shithouse. I think I think anthems on Anzac Day or Anzac Round, perfect. Yep. And grand final. I think it's a bit over the top.
1: Do you know what I reckon? Controversial. Oh, you're
0: going to say. I know what you're going to. Controversial, talking. Timbo. Timbo. Oh no. Take out
1: your ear, oh. earphones.
0: Oh, you gotta say it, aren't you?
1: Do it at the start of a the year. They say opening round at each ground. So MCG, Carlton, Richmond, smoking ceremony. Welcome to country. Welcome us to the AFL season, and that we're going to use it. The... Not every single game. Not every single game. No, not required to welcome me to my own country. I'm here. I've been here before. You've welcomed me before. Thank you. I appreciate it. However, let's every single game of the finals. It's, uh, <laughs> it's <difficult. laughs> um, I don't think it, I don't think it's required. Oh, a lot of look. I've got a Johnny Raincloud. I'll save it for Johnny Raincloud. There's, yeah, that's the segment
0: fi- we do. The Johnny Raincloud. There's yeah. a
1: few things that aren't required at the football, and I will. Leave it for Johnny Raincloud well, because I was. I I'm, I'm bringing in the positivity.
0: I wanted to. I want to ditch the anthem. You're wanting to ditch that cultural ceremony, and it's like yes. that's that's a
1: yes, that's a big deal. Or or Give give me a, a a a leader, past, present, or emerging. Or well, we can't do past. Who kind of better signal? I don't know, that guy looks like a Greek priest. I'm sorry, I can't see through it. He looks like an Orthodox priest <laughs> this
0: is controversial but I I am not weighing in you mean Uncle Colin
1: Uncle Colin I'm convinced that's Uncle Con <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
0: this might cancel us nah, this, this nah, might be this no, might,
1: no, I'm not saying not this to, might be worse than the Chen
0: no nah,
1: nothing's gonna <laughs> be worse than the mr. Chen but I'm not saying don't have a welcome to country not especially you know, his indigenous round and all that stuff that's all good but it's it, it starts it gets long in the tooth when you hear it all the time. Every
0: venue, every game, it's like it's it's too much. I don't mind the you know, look, I get where you're coming from in the sense that MCG is going to host 50 games of football for the year. Yep. And it's like we're doing a collective welcome to country, welcoming yeah. you to the new season Yes, and the games that are going to be played, played at this venue. here at this venue. Yeah, I understand where They're you're
1: They're not welcoming from. the game. It's the land that the on, season which the, and the activity. on which it's played. And that's fine. Let's do it.
0: You've sort of ham-fistedly kept your head above water there. And it just, no, no.
1: Oh, hey, 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 you're hey. just
0: sort of just, just leaving the wreckage, I think.
1: Uh, I think you'll <laughs> find that a lot of people will agree with me. Well, if, if you do, reach out to Fab. There's no point doing something ad nauseum because it just, I don't know. See, this it, is, it loses its significance. Okay. It loses its meaning. Okay. And uh,
0: see, I've got uh, – we've spoken about this on Pod in the past. I know we have. Yeah. And in much the same vein, if I was New Zealand – the the All Blacks. Yeah, I would not do the haka away from home. I would say like the Yankees pinstripes. I we, like it. At you only wear the pinstripes at Yankee mm. Stadium. We don't wear the pinstripes at you know Fenway or whatever. It's going when you play us in New Zealand. You know you're here. You're here. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's become a bit of a sideshow. It's yep. sort of become this. That's and fine. that's why they've
1: probably because there's no one haka. There's not. There's not the haka. The haka. They've got variations of it, but yeah, have one. Go with it, at home.
0: I like it. And how? But how powerful would it be? Is yeah. you go You go into Eden Park or whatever, yeah. and you play in the All Blacks. And if you're
1: a Wallaby or a Springbok or something it's like, yeah, I played. I played in New Zealand against New Zealand, and it was it was different. And it's
0: almost like I think, and I would spin it. So I would say to the All Blacks, I'd say, and I'm going to spin it in a. You're not giving something up. You're protecting something. That's right. So you're, you're coming to play Australia at Stadium Australia or you're going to play the Springboks wherever, or play France at the Stade de France, and it's we're not giving it to you. Yep. You want to see that. Yep. You want to see us do the Haka. You come to us. We're not giving it to you.
1: I like it. Mm, I like it. You stay out of this conversation, Timbo. Yeah, you stay silent. Yeah.
2: Um. No.
1: Well, the <laughs> – I I reckon
2: what you said before, Sean, about having your pre game, you know, start and all that sort of stuff. Well, to me, that is the Harker. No, Tim, um, the
0: Harker's for the cameras now.
2: Well, yeah, but then I still think that there's an internal thing and an intimidation. Do it internally. It's still really important.
0: Yeah, well Do it behind do it behind closed doors. Do it in the sheds. Do it in the sheds, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. I hate that. It's such a northern thing. And it's a very rugby thing, the sheds. Go back to the sheds. They, they say that, so like Fox Sports, when that was coming out of Sydney a lot, it would be like, if Carlton kick six goals to get them to the halftime break and when they return from the sheds, it's like, oh, <laughs> shut up, no one calls it the sheds <laughs> in AFL, in footy. Um, so back on to <laughs> the Al Davis, just win, baby. Slight de- diversion there. That's unlike us. Uh, unlike us. <laughs> um, It'll be in his redacted segment. <laughs> <laughs> There'll just be lots of... Um, In Knockout Footy, Fab, we kind of touched on it. The aim of it is to survive. The priority is to survive. The priority is to do whatever you have to do to win the game, to stay in the competition. As I said, it's not about- Survive and advance. advance.
1: advance. So, is that uh, our- Tim would know that. it was V, something V. It's
2: uh, Jimmy Valvano. Jimmy Jimmy Valvano. And North Carolina State Wolfpack.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Um, so the other thing I've got here in closing is that the really important aspect of that, and particularly the game on Friday night, was until we made the finals, that's the knock. Yep. That's the, yeah. oh, oh, when are you going to make the finals? Oh, Paddy Cripps hasn't played a final. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. That's the knock. And then you make the finals, and then the knock, the next cap off the rank is, oh, you've got to win one. Yeah, Oh, you got to win he's one. Never, you to win and, one.
1: And They love to go Paddy especially. Oh, he's never won a He's never a won, won one. Goes, and and that it'll be like, oh. One. He, no, no, he wasn't then, great, was he?
0: No, no. This is, so we win one, and then now it's it's just an elimination final. It doesn't like that old yeah. drunk Stevie Johnson. I think they'll figure him out pretty quickly on Triple M. Um, uh, he's oh, you know, getting to be carried away, get to be carried away, win a final, and be carried away. Yep. And you are going, shut the fuck up. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. Ask
1: I mean, ask accident supporters how, what they would the take. That's the very uh, next
0: point yeah, I've got. Yeah. So. This whole thing for Essendon is an albatross around their neck. Yep. Because every single time – Because they've, they've played finals. They've People played finals. Don't get this mistake. Essendon have played finals. Yep. And every single year the gag is you just don't have it, can't win it. Yep. Don't have it. And it's it weighs on them. Yep. They should have beaten Footscray down in Tassie in 21, I think it was. Should have beaten yep. them. Fell apart.
1: Yep. Fell apart. They were up till half time I thought, they've got this. They've got it, it, had it comfortably. Yep. And, and that little tip rat started to play well. It tismet. is,
0: uh, Waitman. Waitman. It is such a, a burden for that football club that mm-hmm. when they overcome it, it yep. will be such a release. And that's why going into
1: grand final day, Brisbane, yep. should they make it, huge. Mate, you had soft kills and you had your opportunity Warthorn. to knock off a team at the MCG and
0: you, can say, you they... can say it's not going to affect you. but They did beat Melbourne there last year in a final to, yeah to knock them out yeah but it's, they're not great there no they're not and when they no, lose no, no, teams like Hawthorne, who
1: yeah hawthorn played at times some good football this year but they're not no to brisbane standards
0: so for us making the finals is a tick winning a final is a tick it's just taking shit off the table yep that yep. clubs or other fans media can knock the club with it's yep. gone yep Can't take it. Can't talk about it. Carlton haven't made the finals in X days. Done. Haven't won a final in X days. Gone. I asked Tim that on
1: Friday night. I said, Tim, how many days since Carlton won a final? And Tim goes, oh, he starts thinking, he's like, oh. 10 years. He goes, oh, 10 years. What's that? 3,000. I said, Timber. He goes, oh,
0: zero. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Tim Davis. Um, so, really good. That was really important for me. Just win, baby. We get the win. We move on. We knock off a couple of hoodoos along the way. Super, super important. Kind of in the same vein. Um, next heading for me here is past the salt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know what else we've said for ages on the show? Be the heel. Yep. Be the bad guy. Embrace it. Be the black hat. Embrace the fact that opposition fans are salty that we won a game, we won a final, we're moving on, they're trying to somehow downplay it, piss on our sandwiches, as uh, old mate uh, Lance Henriksen would say. Uh,
1: Michael, I was going to say, I know, Lance.
0: I know. Lance, you know, <laughs> I,
1: still, you know what? I still got that Trey Lance Whitton in my head for a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Trey did Lance you like that? <laughs> yeah, I did
0: like that. <laughs> you really like that one. So, you know, whether they be Collingwood Nuffies looking over their shoulders nervously, whether it be that idiot Stevie Johnson on Triple M crapping on. How's
1: that moronic St Kilda supporter outside the G?
0: Oh, dumbass. Enjoy it, mate.
1: <laughs>
0: Enjoy it. <laughs>
1: what was he doing? No, nah, he was having a go at Carlton.
0: It's like of all the fucking teams, we we fucking have multiple mortgages on your shitful, irrelevant football club. You would, they would need to beat us. We would need to play them twice a year for was like fifty-six years and lose every single game (laughs) for them to hit us in the head-to-head. It's 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 absurd. You had a little period in the sun where you eclipsed us when we were at our absolute worst, and for pretty much. All but maybe a period you had in the mid 60s where you have fucking owned you yep so know your
1: place put on oh, your- I'm loving this episode because it's more about Sean absolutely tearing apart
0: opposition put on supporters. your dog shit pure jacket yeah that you all love because it was the first time they was like when was that in like the early 2000s it was the first time you'd ever seen your team be any fucking good and you all then pretended that that's just normal normal service. Normal services resumed. Let's not forget that Tony Lockett played his first final for St Kilda and it was like 91 or 92. They hadn't played finals for like 15 years. So, yeah, we didn't play finals for 10. And yet one of the greatest of all time. And yeah, let's just take it easy there, you idiots. Um, So embrace all this because it's not what they actually think is the case. Mm. It's what they hope is the case. Yep. Because we live it. We hope that Richmond are shit or we hope that Collingwood aren't as good and they'll fall over. Yep. We're the same. They all hope we're no good. They don't think we're no good. They all hope they'll fall apart. And then it's not that they're right. It's a relief. Oh, fucking thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Because they see images like Friday night where there's 85,000 Carlton fans at the game. There'll be another 95-ish, whatever it is, on, on Friday night. And there'll be a heavy contingent of Carlton fans
1: there. Beautiful weather, unlike this Friday.
0: But there'll be all that on this coming Friday. Yep. And it's what everyone's been talking about. You know, Richmond, we said it. Richmond had the same thing when it clicked for them and the fans came and engaged and it became a thing. Yep. They all want to f- think it's – there was some Kilda Nuffy who was talking about wanting to play Carlton or whatever. And I don't know who the guy followed, but he was like – he was like, he goes, there'll be 95,000 people there because there'll be 85 Carlton. Yep. He goes, it'll be ridiculous because you don't want that. Oh, yeah, we want the Blues. Like, yeah, I want Balboa. I want – because no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? You see that old man? You tell Balboa I'm after him. So the
1: other clip. <laughs> and Mickey's just, look, Mickey's frightened. Mickey's frightened.
0: We've, we've spoken you, about Have this. you watched part three yet, Timbo? We've spoken about this.
2: No, I do need to. That could
1: be this afternoon.
0: What did he say to um, Adrian? Hey, woman. I'll show you a real
1: man. <laughs> Take then, your pretty little self home from my apartment. <laughs> I'll show you, show you a real man. <laughs> and he's like, ah. And, and then, just, then Rocky just, that's it. It's so Rocky on now.
0: loses it. He, hey. Old Clubber played Rocky like a fucking fiddle. Yeah. Got him right where he wanted him. Rocky was retiring. It was a retirement ceremony. Yeah. And then Clubber just, he just turned the knife. I don't know why Clubber didn't go, this is fine. I'll just be the number one contender and I'll just fight another bloke. I'll fight the number three contender. And win. And a number two contender. It's the whole
1: thing wanting to knock off the best.
0: You want to be the lineal champion.
1: If that's what it's called. There's too
0: many belts. There's too many weight divisions. It's shit. Yep. Just simplify it all. Um so the clip I had to simplify. This is for Stevie Johnson. This is for all the idiot Collingwood fans. <laughs> Stevie Johnson, this you're gonna be the for, listener. This is for all those dead shits. I couldn't help but read, and people tweeted us about it. So we win a final. We beat a decent team. We progress. Our first final in ten years. We win the game. Everyone's happy, and they're trying to, you know, downplay it, take the piss out of us. And it's like, how how would you how were you what were you thinking? People would what we wouldn't be happy. Mm. So I put this clip on the board. We're going to keep it here for such idiots.
2: Why is everyone so fucking stupid?
0: (laughs) I just thought of Kim Jong-il. I was reading these tweets. Jen? That's Kim (laughs) Jong-il. From um, Team America. Team America. (laughs) Hans Bricks. Eric Barwin. Have you seen
2: that movie, Tim? Uh, (laughs) I'm not even sure that
0: I have. Oh, It's good to see you.
1: Hans Bricks.
0: Um, (laughs) I just just found myself reading some of this stuff and I just thought – Why is everyone so fucking stupid? It's the
1: it's all about the Film Actors Guild, Timbo. (laughs) In reality, it's called the Screen Actors Guild.
0: Yeah, what does Film Actors Guild spare spell out, Tim? Okay, (laughs) and it's overly used in here. They're brutal as well. They're absolutely brutal. (laughs) Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Watching um, it, Timbo, it's pretty funny. So,
1: dirk buckle up, Jihad. That
0: bit, that fuck we've spoken yes, about. Yes, Gary. Act. <laughs> we've spoken about that before. The bit where he goes, he's like, "If you get in trouble, Gary, use this." And he slides him a hammer. He <laughs> was in the back of the the back of the truck. Like, <laughs> oh, I like that guy. What does he say when he fires the missile at the pyramids of Giza? He goes, "He's like, take this, cock fags." <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's absolute lunacy. <laughs>
1: uh, Timbo, do yourself a favour. Give it a watch.
0: What did say it's,
1: it's very say? Plin- it's very like Matt and Trey, but yeah. it's – take it for what it's worth. It's just a bit of a piss. Politically incorrect oh, by that, those blokes. That bit Who where they turn
0: up, the, the first bit where they destroy Paris. <laughs> like it's the classic like Michael Bay gag where they roll into Paris and like they take out like a couple of terrorists, but they also destroy the entire city. <laughs> it's just brilliant. <sighs> I'm oh. surprised
1: there's a Miami left after all those bad
0: boys movies Fuck It's like <laughs> Robo- Robocop was like that though Robocop would come in and there'd be like some petty crime going on well, Mind you And he'd destroy like an entire city block the To event- apprehend like a burglar
1: I'm surprised there's anywhere left to live After the Avengers have gone through and blown up Or well, the Transformers
0: Imagine that. That's the, the, see, movies make this mistake. There was a moment at the end of one of the Jurassic World films, I think it was Fallen Kingdom, mm. where the, the dinosaurs escaped this compound and it's like the film ends with a pterodactyl living on top of the World Trade Centre and you're like, that we can't be fucking having that. No. We can't be having this prehistoric. <laughs> it's a recipe for disaster. As an as a, as a adult,
1: you look at those movies and you think, there's a lot of collateral damage here. It's like, I, I, I know we saved Sean. <laughs> We've killed a hundred thousand people trying to save Sean.
0: But like, you can't be having some of these things, you know, you know, um, like Man of Steel. You know, he fights Zod, and they kill like that. Became a big talking point. Tens of thousands of people would have died. <laughs> like Superman was directly responsible for that. Like, to, like mm. you can fly, mate. Take him out into space or something. <laughs> and the other dickhead, like when he's fighting Doomsday in uh, in Man of Steel, I don't think Doomsday can fly. Just take him out into space and just push him. It's a story about the eagle and the uh,
1: – hold on. What, what bird is it? There's a bird. Is it, the crow is the only bird ballsy enough to take on an eagle. I saw this on Hard Knocks. This is uh, Tim's old mate, Salah, who's now the head coach at the New York Jets. Oh,
0: um, Indiana uh, Jones' friend.
1: And um, he said the only bird ballsy enough to take on an eagle is a crow. He jumps on its back and he pecks at its neck. Because goes, but the eagle doesn't bother fl- fighting back. He soars as high as he can, to which point a crow can no longer hack it, falls off, falls back down to oh, earth no. and dies. Oh, dear. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, so when you think you're under pressure, he goes, just keep
0: fighting, keep going up, keep going up. Funnily enough, uh, Fabian, that's exactly what Tony Stark did to Obadiah Stane at the conclusion of um, Iron Man. Because Obadiah hadn't obviously was unaware of the icing problem. The higher in the atmosphere they went. Yes, that's classic. I like that. That's classic, like comic book storytelling. That it's solved by like something scientific. Spider Man used to do that a lot. The the fix was like mathematical or physics based, or and it was you know like clever in that way. Like he defeats the Sandman. He figures out like it's just water. Like it's basic sort of stuff like that. So it's edutainment in he a kn- lot of he ways. Knows it. He knows it because he went through it himself. Exactly right.
1: You know, you live and you learn and you grow. he like a little button on the side of his leg. He just like he turns it and
0: – Yeah, it cracks open the,
1: yeah. the flaps. Yep. Um, <laughs> excuse, excuse me.
0: Well, it does. Um, I keep losing my place in the episode. The page keeps, like, scrolling up. It's a bit frustrating. So I think the moral of the story, idiots, is that... <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, they're
0: like the, the drag flats. I know. It's just, stop it! That's what uh, so they're called. I know that. Um, I think that the moral of the story ultimately here is we don't need to be liked. We don't need to try to reinvent ourselves like Craig McRae did at Collingwood to make them likeable. And everyone, everyone, like, buys into this pathetically... Like, it's just no one likes Collingwood. Oh, I think I'm starting to like him. No one likes Collingwood. No one likes him. Shut up. No, they he's and made the, him and likeable. And if I was a Collingwood supporter, I'd be happy with it. You know what I... Who gives a fuck if you don't like him? If us. I was in the media and someone you know, doing that bullshit, he's made him pretty likeable, hasn't he? I'd go, no, he hasn't. No. I hate them even more.
1: Now that they're winning, I hate them even... Yeah. I hate
0: them even more. go, no, he hasn't made them likeable. This idiocy needs to stop. So embrace that. Have fun with it. Um, we've got enough of our own fans... We don't need other people rooting for us. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever, uh, which is very cool. The fucking page just went to the top again.
1: We want an us against them. Yeah, absolutely. We don't, we
0: don't care if you're with us. And why is that? Because there's enough of, of us. Because yeah. back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, Tim. That's a really beautiful uh, drop-in. Dynamite drop-in, money. Oh, it's another 90s banger. Oh, Scorpion. The Scorps.
3: The CIA. The Scorps.
0: That's what they're called. Obviously, Klaus Mine, the Schenker Brothers. Yuli John Roth was there for a while. Not in there at the moment. To signify the end of the uh, the Berlin Wall, Fab.
2: You know that this is written by the
0: CIA. Yeah, sure. It is. <laughs> I, I like it out this idea that the CIA wrote, like the Scorpions, who are a legendary band and a journalist. They weren't. Hmm? They weren't. What?
1: Let the song play it,
0: so you get mixed up with the Beatles. <laughs>
1: what
0: the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Very hard song to sing on SingStar. The best part is the. Take yeah. me. Well, to the magic yeah, that's that urban the
2: legend moment. about the
0: CIA, Tim.
2: Oh, no, there is a. Um, Wives' tale, rumor, yeah. urban legend, whatever that the that that was written by the CIA and Tim, it was Tim, all about was brainwashing. No one, I get that reverse but... brainwashing of the communist socialist people oh. and
1: sort of you know freedom <laughs> towards the west and all that no, stuff. I like the idea. The of CIA that... did that by sending David Hasselhoff.
0: Yeah, on top of the wall.
1: Yes, the Looking fact that freedom. Hoff was on the top of the wall is outrageous,
0: and the fact that they loved it.
1: Yeah, he's this an is icon. one of the biggest moments in the history of world history world history
0: you know who the two most and the Hoff was the. you know the two most important people to ending the Cold War and reunifying Germany and like the West Rocky Rocky Balboa and David Hasselhoff and David Hasselhoff (laughs) who would have thought one two punch one literally no see that I loved I've heard that story before and I I do like it it's a fun story but what I also like about it is this idea that there's someone at the CIA capable of writing a hit single (laughs) Well, they some, employed people. There's they, someone they, down in the basement they contracted of the CIA. It out. <laughs> just like happen. whistling it out. Just going, <laughs> I think I've got it. I think I've fucking got it. I think i got it. Ring the Scorps. Get get uh, get Klaus mine and whichever Schenker's still in the band. Get
1: Rumsfeld on the line.
0: Get I want, Rumsfeld. I just wanted to hear this. Tell Rumsfeld to ring Schenker. Tell him I've fucking figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going in the notes. I don't like that one. <laughs> um, so why do we play that, Tim?
1: 'Cause the blues back, baby.
0: <laughs> classic song.
1: Yeah. It is a good song.
0: Couldn't name you another Scorpion song, though. They actually had a nice little run. So they were in the 60s and 70s, they had, like, a good run. But then recently, like, in the 2000s, they had, like, this. They just came back and did, like – I can't remember what the album's called. If It's called Raised on Rock, but there was a song on the album called Raised on Rock. And it's just, like, a classic 70s, 80s rock song. Okay. Yeah. And they they obviously just went – or got to you know, do a new album every so often. They went, let's just do a fucking throwback. Yeah, like, let's do what we do. What we used to do, what people expect mm. us to do. Let's not try to reinvent reinvent yeah. the wheel. Um,
1: Unfortunately, Michael Jackson, every time he released an album post-history, he'd have one song on there that was classic 80s, 90s Jacko. And that's the single. And that's the sing- And you think, oh. Yeah. And you buy the album and you go, and the rest of it, it's just.
0: Garbage. Yeah. It's him. Ex- but it's, it's him experimenting and, yeah. you know. Um, The Great Line from... um, So the last three albums,
1: (laughs) you got three good
0: songs. (laughs) The Great Line from J. Jonah Jameson to Peter Parker, I don't pay you to be a sensitive artiste. I pay you to take pictures of Spider-Man. People just want, if they like the band, they just... ACDC, I think, said it best. They did whatever album it was. And someone asked Angus, "Um, you know, what can fans expect? And he goes... If they've heard any of our other stuff. It's like that. That's going to sound like
1: that. (laughs) And guess what? And they're going to be happy.
0: And they're going to be happy and they're going to buy it. That last album they did sold fucking gangbusters. Because it's just a classic ACDC album.
1: Uh, What would it cost to get ACDC at the grand final? Million bucks. I don't understand why. I don't know
0: why a band wouldn't do it for 500. Like you sound silly. You play three fucking songs. You come out, you get a – we've spoken about this. You get a. You do a deal to say we want um, We want to be out of royalty-free, use the footage. Yep. So we, we part-own the footage so we can do what we want with it. We can put it on our own Instagram and YouTube and whatever else. And if you're ACDC said you've got a huge following overseas, mm-hmm. people would watch that and go, where the fuck are they playing?
1: Yep. There's a lot I'm
0: of people in there. In front of 100,000 – if, on ACDC, we'll get back to the Scorps in a moment. On ACDC, if you haven't ever seen it, um, Jim Bower does a brilliant uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. Does a brilliant joke about ACDC. Just put Jim Bower ACDC into YouTube. I'll look it up. It's he's when you brilliant. you
1: Jim Bower, I straight away a clock started ticking in my head. Even though that's Kiefer. Jack Bower. Kiefer. <laughs>
0: Dick. Dick. So basically, um, Klaus Mind, the Schenkers, classic stuff from the Scorpions, uh, released in 1991. The song was the unofficial anthem of the German reunification, Well, uh, which happened after the fall of the Berlin the Wall.
1: Hoffs, the Hoffs uh, the Hoff will dispute that.
0: I think Winds of Change has, been, has slightly greater cultural <laughs> longevity. What was the
1: Hoff song called? <laughs>
0: um, Looking for Freedom. Looking for, Jesus. for Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, of course Tim knows that. <laughs> Off the top of his head. He reveals his shirt. It's yeah. the Hoff.
1: I'm was surprised it? you've never had like, you know, just the drums from Baywatch as your ringtone.
0: That yeah. was a great, how good was, as, as a TV theme. It's, a, it was it's awesome. one of the best. Back when TV shows had a, like a minute and a half intro.
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a 20 minute episode, we're going to take up 5% of that with, uh, with an intro, intro
0: But got people going, didn't it? Yeah.
1: It's great, I might listen to it in the car on the way home.
0: Didn't you and Kelly go back and watch it all during lockdown?
1: Yeah, the first – I really enjoyed the first two or three seasons.
0: Because it was a little bit and more it, serious. It, and then it,
1: beca- yeah, it became kind of a It,
0: it was people forget caricature it, of itself. Yeah, it became like really b- – So the pre-PAM days, be- it was better. Because it became it – beca- it was like a cop procedural. Mm. It was like a proper TV procedural. What is that sound coming from TV? <laughs>
2: I'm in the middle of an NBA draft. I'm adding players to my watch list.
0: <laughs> Jesus. How hard – did you see the funny video about the on, on yeah on Insta? I think it was about the guys who were doing their NBA, NBA NFL draft, and they had their wives and girlfriends pick their teams. No, that'd be hilarious. The, the video goes for like what a, are you doing? The video goes for a minute, and the guys couldn't talk to them. Mm. They they had a list of players, mm. and the girls were like drafting players based on um, the players' attractiveness and <laughs> wow. like if their partner was on a reality TV show. And there's all these captions come up. One of the captions goes, she just asked, why can't we draft a coach? <laughs> he's like – and then one guy standing there, he's like looking – like he's like – he's really frustrated. And he goes, she's drafted two defences before. I've got a wide receiver.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, then at the end they, they pan to like this table. He goes, they're already doing trades. They're <laughs> so sitting there. So it looked quite funny. But – um you can't turn the sound down, Tim, that, to, I probably Tim can, on, can, but I've got my last bite that I need. He sounds like he's chewing on, like, uh, fruit pastels or something. I've got a butter menthol something, in my yeah, mouth. yeah, very salivary. Yeah. But, no, just with Baywatch, lastly, what you say is 100% correct. It's like anything, like music, when it becomes, it reaches this critical mass of popularity and it kind of becomes this reflective mm. caricature of itself. And initially it was actually quite like a, yeah, an up-and-down classic American mm. crime procedural just set on a beach.
1: And the first two couple of girls were, for what it's worth, I in my opinion, they were better than Pam. Oh. Well, Erica Laniak was the well, first one, we've, Timbo. We've Timbo been over. One,
0: a Timbo special. We've been over this. Absolutely.
1: Yes. When did um, – And then the one with the Bob, the blonde Bob. Can't remember her name.
0: Was Yasmeen Bleeth ever a um, yeah, Baywatch girl? Yeah,
1: she was later. She was in the Pam She was years. a brunette. Yeah, yeah,
0: she was after. She was a response to Pam. They needed a brunette. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Next uh, heading for us here. Um, fuck! It's just gone to the topic. If you have a
1: Samsung TV, unexplainably there is a Baywatch dedicated channel on there. You can, like you can get Samsung TV. Does it play Baywatch can, nights? Uh, I'm not sure, but it's 24 hour, 24 <laughs> seven Baywatch channel on Samsung TV.
0: They've obviously done a deal with whoever owns Baywatch.
1: <laughs> when I went to old Maurice's house,
0: because Maurice
1: doesn't have an antenna. Yep. So I was trying to find channels and came across this.
0: Um, Are you sure it wasn't just him, like a hard drive that just looped? I said
1: to him, what game? I can't remember the game. It was an important game. It was the Saturday night Collingwood Port Adelaide game, which was top of the table clash at the time. And I said, we're going to meet up. And I said, oh, we'll watch the game at your house. Just let you know. I'm not watching. The kids can go and play in the other room. We'll, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. On channel seven, I said, Have you got Fox Talbot? He said, No, it's on channel seven. I said, It's fine, we'll watch it. We get there. Alex doesn't have an antenna, mm. so he relies on seven plus or whatever it's called. plus to watch live TV and stuff. But seven plus doesn't have the football, doesn't rights, have the
0: streaming rights,
1: right? Which, so, which is something they need to fix. We were watching Better Homes and Gardens going,
0: Oh, it's like a throwback to the late 90s. This, this I don't think the footy's on,
1: Alex. So, um, yeah. That's a disaster.
0: Horrible. That's a disaster. Um, so, we're going to go talk now about uh, moments. So, we've got to start with old mate Diego Maradona himself, the hand of God. Yep. Or was he, was he maybe was he Lev Yashin, maybe, or uh, David De Gea?
1: He was extremely important. At put, all, on
0: a, all I'm saying, if I'm the Carlton Football Club.
1: Yeah, put it on a poster.
0: Put that fucking picture on a T-shirt. Have a bit of fun. Yep. Put it on a T-shirt. Embrace it. Do those band-type things. When you get silly moments like this and someone – oh, who was it? Was it Adrian? Was it – um, someone tweeted us. They did the Charlie on a T-shirt. Mm. So someone obviously so, listened Yeah. or got back to them. Yep. Do silly shit like that. Yep. Do the great – again, I should have noted it down. I'm so sorry. There's a, a user on Twitter and she put the creation of Adam – Blake yeah. Akers touching the ball. Yeah. Do, Magnificent. Do Magnificent.
1: that. Yeah. it was
0: yeah. Take Blake Akers and put him in place of Adam touching God.
1: Yeah. With the, the football. football in between.
0: Do that. Put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. because oh, people I, I totally will Because people will buy it. It's yeah. a bit of fun. Yeah. It's a bit of a laugh. Captures a moment in Captures history. Captures a moment in history. It's a great moment. But on um, Acres, he had another massive moment. I'm not talking about the goal because the goal was great. Hard running into the chain, kicks a really important goal. Great moment. Yeah, but he had another really really important moment in the last quarter
1: where he kicked it to space. Kicked it to space. Made sure he didn't yep. kick it to a Sydney player, and then got there. Yep, him himself. Ah, Fogg, and uh, D- uh, uh, no, Fox uh, Fog, Fog, Fog. was ropeable that he didn't get holding the ball paid. Oh, because he a tried great to take on because well, he, he thought he, I've got he you, tried but he to didn't blind ex- turn out. It was holding the ball. He didn't expect Akers to be there. Yeah, and then yeah. they both had him, and Fox was like. Looking at the umpire, like, mate.
0: That was phenomenal that's gone. Phenomenal game awareness. Yep. yep. Uh, and coolness under pressure. Yep. And it reminded me actually when, when, when the first time I went to see United played Old Trafford, we played Arsenal, and it was not a great game. They won 1 0. Robin Van Persie scored a goal off his shoulder, basically, from a corner. And um, the biggest roar of the day was holding on 1 0, all, you know, backs to the wall type thing, uh, late in the game. United clear it out from a corner, and. The, the, the defence kind of cribs out a little bit and they're being very careful. And Wayne Rooney gave chase to this ball and turned it – I don't know who he, the Arsenal guy he was with, but the Arsenal guy had 20 metres, 25 metres on him and it was this is a race to the ball. Yep. And Rooney gets there and wins a throw-in basically because he hooks it back into play off the other guy's legs. Yep. And he gets there and wins it. And the roar of the fucking crowd – That's it. It's the over, effort. Over 30 metres of territory, the effort – late in the game was akin to that Acres moment when he and um, Fogarty, Fogarty wrapped that bloke, whoever it was, not important, yep. wraps that bloke up. That was one of the most important moments of that because we were hemmed in on, along the tram line. Mm-hmm. where we're we, geez, just going to bomb it down the line. Who knows what happens? Huge, huge moment. And Acres has been an enormous talking point on this podcast all year, clearly, and we've had some fun with it and we've been critical at different times. That middle part of the year for him was terrible. Terrible, yeah, no, no, and the get, last, no away and the, from last that. the last five or six weeks have been. And you throw into the equation that he's had the shoulder issue as well.
1: He, he was especially during that last quarter. He was hurt. He was hurt, and he was getting from yeah. contest to contest, and not avoiding. He
0: contact. actually did one. Did he? He kicked another one down the line, which should have probably been insufficient intent, but we got away with one. We Got away
2: with one. But, oh, but, but whoever it the won, only put, 50, put, fifty that they didn't get. But Sydney. but
0: again, his rationale, a little bit like ours, was. This is about time now. Yep. I yep. need to kick it down the line, and I actually don't want it to spear over the line. Yep. I need it to – if it can pitch in play, that's great, but I actually need to give us the time to follow this well, ball out.
1: And he did that again unintentionally yes. when he did his –
0: His customary
1: – Customary out, out of on bounds the on the full, um, total shank, but who cares? It gave us time to set up down that, down that side, the, um, the near side, if you're watching from TV – and typically
2: um, our setup behind the ball was our strength yep. on Friday night, especially in the first half. Um at halftime, Sydney had nothing. And and, and they actually <laughs> they had, up, to, they had to open up the game after that. Because Stop scratching that the back of your head,
1: Timbo. Your mic is moving up and down on your chin. All right, I saw the zip again. <laughs> you were just there, everything you said, we heard nothing. <laughs> you were just scratching the back of your head and the mic was just going. Beep, 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 beep.
0: <laughs> it was gold, trust me. Oh, well, I believe you. Um, another moment for me, Adam Chera's goal in the third quarter.
1: I didn't, yeah, get it up, I didn't get up for it. I didn't think he hit it that well. And then everyone was up and I'm like, is it in? Oh, my God, it's in.
0: Phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, Jack Martin's marks late on. <sighs> yeah. One where
1: he got told it's to play on. And I'm convinced he hasn't heard play on because yeah. he – he was like, mate, just kick it, just can, kick it. I think the
0: umpire too, I think I would like, even if, look, obviously it hurt us on the night this particular. Can the umpire just have a bit of common sense? It's very loud. It's a win or go home final. It's late in the game. Things are tightening up. Mm-hmm. Just fucking, you're the umpire. Just communicate. Just communicate. Yeah? Because the, the call was premature and he didn't hear it. Yeah. And imagine if he gets fucking run down. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, he's going, oh, what, the f- what the fuck? Like, just communicate. You're the umpire, show mm-hmm. some control. Yep. Use your yeah. voice. But his marks, well, and like, a bit of fairness, bit too. A bit of fairness. I
1: mean, yes.
0: The Cindy fans next to us didn't like the uh, 50, but it was like the bloke was standing in the protected area and then decided to tackle him.
1: Yeah. He didn't even make
2: it. If he. Well, and that was the thing. He had moved, but he interpreted that as play on. And it's sort of like but you're not the bloke with the whistle yeah. and the bloke yeah. with the whistle hasn't called play on. Yeah. So you're if you're moving at all, you should be moving out of the protected zone, not into it.
1: How's uh, uh, my dad's favourite player, Mitch McGavin, trying was to it? take on some bloke on the boundary line? He got away with it. He ran straight into it. Him, it like, in, in a phone booth. <laughs> he, you, got, you, got to, you got to move left or right, Mitch. You can't just try and plough through him. He did stiff-arm <laughs> him and get away
0: with it. Um, Paddy Cripps in his goal in the third quarter, which was really important because that was us getting their goals back. Yes. Yes. Um, and it was what we definitely needed to do. So that was a huge, huge moment. So important to arrest their momentum uh, and give us the answer. And as well, he's some, no disrespect to some players, but his goals in those big moments mean more.
1: Absolutely. Of course they do. Yep. The reaction from the crowd will tell you that.
2: It's the old school captain's goal. It is, they are worth so much.
0: Yep. And he's, so much. He's, he's, he's it's one of my chicken salads, but his, uh, the image of him at the siren.
1: Mm. Yeah. Who's, who's well, he's been the, he's wore the brunt of the the criticism from hmm. media, from other opposition supporters of. From us? You haven't played finals. You haven't played finals. And it's always around Cripper. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's one of Brownlow's. He hasn't played a final. He hasn't played a final. That's his fault. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Of, all, of all the people at the Camp Football Club in the last 10 years, it's Cripper's fault that we haven't played
0: finals. I've got to make a big statement for you. Yep. I'm going to make a note of it. I'm going to make a marker of this just so if anyone wants to find it, Sean makes a big statement. I caught a controversy some time ago when I said that Mark Murphy's best was better than Scott Pendlebury's best. Yes. Collingwood idiots. You know whose best is also better than Scott Pendlebury's best? Give us Crippers. a... Cripps. Cripps.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to dispute that. One thing Scott like Pendlebury easily. has, <laughs> and this is what they don't understand, It no one's discounting his unbelievable consistency and longevity throughout his career. He is one of the greatest Collingwood players. People who say he's the best
0: Ridiculous. are fucking confused. Can't even carry Nathan Buckley's fucking Nathan bag.
1: Buckley is the best Collingwood footballer of all time. Can't even carry Bucks' bag into the gym. And um, who's the one my, my father-in-law keeps saying? Peter Dacos? No, no, no. Before him. Dares Tuddenham? No, nah, no. Nah, he played, like, 50, 60 games.
0: <coughs> oh, um, the young guy. The young guy got knocked out? Oh, I can't remember. No, I I know Tim, what's do you know the bloke's name? Dad would know it immediately. The young in, in which bit, sorry? So the Collingwood guy, he only played yeah, fifty or sixty games and he was gonna be the next big thing. He was the next big superstar, and he got he had some sort uh, of injury which John Greening. John Greening. It's not that yeah. oh wow. We went through all that work for nothing.
1: No. No, there was a guy. I don't come not to Sean be. Rusling. No, no, no. In my, my farm laws like era, so seventies, eighties. I think it's John Green. There was a bloke for. Con. I think it's
2: John. It's John Green. It's, it's not John Green. It, it's
1: definitely him.
0: It's not John Green. That's the one they all talk about. Well, that's not who my father-in-law talks about. <laughs> Can you text him, and if he texts back, John Green. You're not talking
2: about the bloke from um, the club
0: <laughs> who was who was <laughs> Rene a Kink. fake person. Tank. He was a fake player, John Howard. R- Renee Kink. <laughs> what a movie! What a what yeah, a what great a movie!
2: movie.
0: Um, did either of you, while Fab texts? What's his name? Pete. David. David, no. My father-in-law. Is it David? Dave. Oh, what it is Dave. I was like, Pete. I was close-ish in terms of Pete. Oh, he's ringing. He's actually ringing on the pod. you got to put him on speaker, I reckon. <coughs> it's Dave. John Grady.
1: Not too bad, mate. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest player to play for Collingwood? Yeah, this t- could, talent-wise.
0: This could be a great moment if it's John Grady. Yeah, that's the one. Thanks,
1: buddy. Bye. Phil Carmen. Oh, oh, Phil Cummins. Okay. yeah. Well, he was a fun, right, he so, was a loose fa- cannon. Fabulous, Phil. Yeah, that's who my father-in-law says he's never seen anyone better play for. Colin. Yeah, but he and was he's also been watching football since the late '50s. But he was also a complete
0: yeah. loose cannon. <laughs> like he was. Yeah, just a it was. Complete. It was but, like but,
2: saying Warwick Capper's the yeah. best player for Sydney, and it's like, well, at his best, yeah, maybe he was.
0: Did either Probably of you uh, continue nutca- on? To, did either of you have any moments you would so like not to single?
1: Jonathan out? Greening or whatever, whoever you said. He's
0: a Champions League winner for he Manchester is United. What? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. He's on the bench.
1: He ran on the field.
0: Yeah, because well, because obviously he's one of those guys that Keane and Scholes obviously suspended. So we've got to put someone on the bench, and he was just lucky to be on the bench. I think he's pretty. I mean, he was at United for a little well, while. So was
1: um, Wes Brown was on the bench
0: too? Yeah, but Wes Brown actually played during that year as well. Yep. Number twenty four at the time. He came on and had some nice moments throughout the year as a young player. Um, I
1: think this is going to be – confirm it for me. I think you'll find he was 24 in the Premier League and 30 in the Champions League. I think he had two
0: numbers. Whatever. Um, I've always loved on Manchester United stuff – again, we've spoken about this probably on pod. Mm. I've always loved that era where United had the Champions League shirt. Yes. And I've said it. I would love for Manchester United to have a European shirt. And the marketing would be for a night at the theatre.
1: Yeah. And r- rather than this shit house third kit.
0: Third kit, don't that, worry. That about everyone it.
1: keeps doing, don't worry, you've got a Champions League one.
0: Do it, do it different because the United Champions League shirt was. A night at the theatre. A night at the theatre. And have it be that I would have them walking in like the black tie and have the, you know, Bruno and all those guys mm. walking into the. Th- for a night at the theatre. Yeah. And they're ready for Champions League nights it's under lights, blah, 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 European yeah. nights under lights. That's right. Fuck Tim, man. are you trying to catch a fly?
2: Yep. Like a little gnat.
0: <laughs> uh, did either of you have any moments that you would like to um, add to the record as, as moments you deemed either important, impressive, Matt whatever? Cottrell. Matt yep. Cottrell. I thought,
2: I, I thought Matt Cottrell's effort, and albeit it was was a product of pressure and it was a miss mixed, mixed kick by Sydney and they probably put themselves under pressure, but the desperation to slide in, win the ball, get up, and far from one of the classical kicks, he, he sort of half-munged it, but the fact that it resulted in a goal, it was a key moment in the game. It was really hammering home our our you know our advantage and sort of really trying to set up the balance of the game. Um, and he's long been that guy that we've said he's all heart. Does he have as much talent as some of the other guys? And I think, obviously, athletically, yes, but football wise, possibly not. But I, he just summed up the night, I, and I thought it was
1: magnificent. I totally agree with it. He was, he was.
0: You know, that goal reminded me of,
1: and we said it leaving the ground we had a bit of a laugh that Matty Cottrell and early doors Caleb Marchbank um, first half have you, have, you the the re- have you watched the replay he's, he's great they, not they, enough of the it the commentators were criticising him like, yeah, he hasn't had a great start I'm thinking he was one of our best players yeah you're not watching um, and I well, said to I, Tim, I spoke
2: to Brent Gleason yesterday and he out. said he, he said oh I, I'm surprised you say that he goes I said his first half was phenomenal, and he said, "Gee, if anything, I would have said his second half was better than his first. And I'm like,
1: "Who are we not shouting we? out anymore, Timbo?" Hey, who are we not shouting out anymore?
2: Well, not Brent. Is that what you said? What was his mate's name? There's another listener that went to school with Brent at De La Salle, no. yep. who left in year ten. Yep, and uh, he ran into him the other night, and he said to him, "He goes, this is going to sound like a dumb question." do you know people that do a Carlton podcast? And he goes, yeah, I do. He goes, you get shouted out like every other week.
1: And <laughs> yeah. Brent, not a, not a listener.
2: It was,
0: uh, was oh. McGuinness or something like yeah. that. Was so, so we've been wasting these shout-outs on so Brent. So Macca, shout-out to Macca. Macca. <laughs> right, Brent. Old mate Tony McGuinness, <laughs> right? shout-out. Uh,
1: yeah, Brent, no more shout out. No more shout-outs. No more shout-outs. We're
0: wasting them on you, clearly. Um, no, the the cultural slide, not the same thing, but you, you always have these things that are kind of – reminds you of something. Who did Giggs score the goal against when he was really young and he slid in and he took the ball and then curled a fucking 22-yard right footer? I
1: know the goal and I can't think of the opposition. So
0: Ryan Giggs, Tim, as a young player, the ball's sort of jarring around the edge of the box. He slides in and nicks the ball off the defender's boot laces. It rolls from the point of the the box. He's like It's like one metre inside the point of the box, a metre outside the box. He slides, nicks it gets up and in one motion curls a right footer, Ryan Giggs, curls a right footer into the top corner. And I thought every so often you see great goals scored today by the players of today Mm. and you're like, if 18-year-old Ryan Giggs was around today in the TikTok era, the Instagram era, the Twitter era.
2: People would lose their minds.
0: People would lose their minds. Yeah. Mm. Like, remember when he was knocking the ball past blokes through their legs and, like – He was electric. Oh, my he, God. He was
1: as fast as fast could be.
0: And But that goal he curled in and you're just thinking – Cottrell does the beautiful slide and steps up and turns and kicks the goal. Mm. And I just had a bit of – it just tweaked me. I just went, oh, he kicks his goal.
1: Yeah. he, he He's – Cottrell's ability to get from the ground up, it was like he was just he just popped up. It was brilliant.
0: You know what was great, too? I think we, we were very critical of Maddie's game when we lost to um, Collingwood mid year last year, yeah. when yep. he was out he on the wing and yep. he was tasked with making Steel side bottom accountable. Yep. And tore he, up, he tore him, tore him up, Sean. He tore him apart. You did. Oh, well, Steel tore him apart, didn't he? Yeah. You did. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but he he, but he, he he just went, he just showed a level of naivety and a level of just, you, yeah, you're not ready for it. And then what we're seeing, there was a great segment. It was highlighted on uh, Kingy, Kingy, the. Look at this, work rate, great. He was talking about it on first crack. And you're like, it's yep. a really nice little feather in Cottrell's cap because It deserves the plaudits. 15 months on, or whatever it is, um, the growth is there. The next heading I've got actually flows on. We're going to mention Cottrell again because it's uh Temperament and Unlikely Heroes. Yep. So there were three names in particular, I thought. Unlikely. That were not I don't mean unlikely in yeah, the sense. Yeah, it's in like the lesser likes. The lesser there. lights. Yep. Matty Cottrell. Yep. Caleb Marchbank. Yep, especially and, the first half. Yep. Yeah, and Brody Kemp. Mm. Brody <laughs> Kemp. We love you. And we
1: miss you. Brody Kemp. <laughs> we I thought, will hunt that video down.
0: <laughs> I reckon they've destroyed it. <laughs> I reckon the Collingwood Football Club have seen that it's got destroyed. So there's been so much bullshit spoken about our bottom six and this, that and the other. And we spoke about it mid-year. Yep. That if you look at a premiership team's bottom six, we've got boys better than that. Just as good, yep. not you know, no worse, yep. etc. Those guys were three boys who, at the start of the year, particularly um, particularly Kemp and uh, Marchbank, who Carlton fans would have been thinking, "What can we actually rely on these guys to give us? What are they going to give us?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, who knows? Yep. And in the biggest games of their career,
1: yep, they no. they stood up absolutely, yeah.
0: And I thought they were really, really. And, and, really and good. there was the
2: moment with Kemp late, and that was just a miscommunication between him and um, and, and TDK because obviously One Brody them- had done it and, and, and had sort of in his mind anticipated that he'd give it, and um, TDK would launch it fifty meters out, you know, outside of defence. And
1: um, and in the end, um, so who the ball had, who, came Kemp back gave
0: to it him. to TDK, and then TDK gave it back to Kemp, and it was a bit hot. That's yeah, right. no,
1: no. I yeah. don't think it was hot. Because that was right in terms of awareness, front, he's pointing to TDK to say long, yeah, and yeah, get rid of it. Having your hands up there when you got the hand pass that was chest height, it was like oh shit, and you that's know what what's is, caused though? the fumble.
0: Like it's so. Voss had the great moment with Matty Owies earlier when he was laughing. He said, Jesus Christ, like just yeah. like just <laughs> come on, just relax a bit. He's sort of all's well that ends well. I said on Twitter we needed a Gary Lyon.
3: Jeff Farmer um, and Jeff Gary Farmer,
0: just relax, just calm down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the aftermath, you win the game, so all's well that ends well. That's a really great, boys, just rush it. Yep. Yep. Okay, Don't yep, take yep. any risks, just rush it. Yep. If we're fucking 10 goals up and you're feeling a bit, you know, cocky, if you're feeling Wayne Campbell a bit saucy and you want to run it out, not a problem in the world. Yeah. But what a close game, Big Father goes, just boys, just rush it. Yep.
2: And, well, can- and as you say, it was twelve points. You concede, it becomes eleven points, and and if they're still good enough to kick two goals against you, well, you know, all power to them. You can have the game. But mm. once you give up the goal, then you're risking extra time when we look like we'd run out. No, legs. that was that, we
1: were, that, that. was the fear. That was the goal before that. That was a goal. Oh, before that, I was the that, previous yeah. one. That was yeah, five yeah. minutes to go. So it? Yeah, the one that we right. cop with. The one through the legs, just the Jack Martin one. Yeah, it went through Jack Martin. Jack Martin kind of lost where the ball. Was, was his only mistake all night. The yeah.
0: only thing, I like the note I would have for that, and Jacob Weedering was fantastic on the night. Mm-hmm. Just Matty Cruiser style, just punch this fucker. Yeah, Into the grandstand. Yep. Just don't. What do you? Don't try Never to mark it.
1: Seen a better exponent than Matty Cruiser. At that.
0: The goal line punch. And he was further out. He was 15 metres out. But just, you know what, mate? Even if it goes out of bounds, because it's a marking contest, it can't be deliberate. Just fucking hit it hard and just punch it towards goal. Concede a point. Who gives a shit? They would have known there's 30 seconds left. You're not going to concede two goals in 30 seconds. No. When you've got the ball. No, you'd hope not. Um, So Cottrell for me, Marchbank, Barodi, Kemb, fantastic. Yep. Any others from those so-called lesser lights who um, you would like to single out?
2: Well, Jack Martin's not yeah, on a lesser obviously. He's got $900,000 a year, Yeah, his regard and what he was brought in for. Um, I'm a little bit biased, but I thought uh, oh, Lockie, Lockie Fogarty's game was Again, who
0: would have seen this coming, Tim?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just footy smarts and pressure and tackling and all that sort of stuff. Very good. Very yeah, good. no, I, I
1: totally agree. He was – and went into the middle, took a couple of set of bounces well that's been one of the best
2: things is when he first came to the club he was sort of mired on a half forward flank and the whole time I kinda of thought the regard of this guy had been that he was a little bit of a Joel Selwood, you know, two Yep. And and if, if you've brought him in, play him in the guts and he rarely ever got a gig. And now when well, at times like you thought too. he was, you know, possibly beyond um, you know, his value in the AFL, he's a playing better footy. Be being deployed in the midfield and having an impact, um, yet yet the pressure forward, you know, structure that we're still seeking, he, he's giving to us in spades as well. He's he's a very very versatile footballer. I
0: think um no, hundred percent correctly. And just he had a couple of hairy moments, but we come to expect that from Nick Newman. But in the end, he's played mm. on Tom Papley. and and and, yeah. and
1: limited him. Yeah. The one the one critical one he's seen and Marchbank, Marchbanks called for it, but. Yeah, Marchbank's still running away from goal, and you want to be—you attack- want to be a a tear, so you yeah. want to be attacking a football hmm. when you're going into markers. So Marchbank's running towards our goal as the ball's kicked, and yeah. the opposition have got the momentum going towards it. That's just—it was a recipe for disaster. But I agree. It kind of—it kind of slowed us down a bit because we're a little we were bit gunshell a little bit. We and, we weren't taking too many risks, and we started that. to go down the line far too often. But um.
0: But okay. it also slowed their momentum to the point that we recovered the momentum back. Yep, which yep, was important. Yep, yep. The next heading, Sean got... Piddo. Yeah. What did we think? I. It's so fascinating this pitto debate because I thought, particularly when we when the game got kind of turning a little bit, um, we really longed for him in the ruck.
2: Yeah, it, it was at time. Well, when when Hickey lifted. Mm. Um, we needed an answer, set um, especially because because he was mm. beating TDK at the time, um, and and I thought Kiddo at, at least nullified at that
1: point. Fabian, no, no, I agree with Tim's sentiment about requiring something different in the ruck during that spell where Hickey did get on top and they were getting out of the middle a little too easy. Um. I felt TDK around the ground worked his absolute balls yeah, off.
0: He was um, good there. he did but he's
1: he's run, he's run
0: needs to mark it.
1: Yeah, no he didn't have a great marking night but he also was involved in one of the great plays of the day so which leads to the Blake Acres goal so I he, think he
2: does like cuz obviously when we're at our devastating best it's when we're leaving stoppage from um uh you know, the front side of front, the yeah. of, of the stoppage. And he he tends to be a link in that chain. So he he knows he'll compete. Once the ball hits the ground, he's got so much faith in his midfielders around that if he pushes forward, he can then get on the end of it. And he's got really nice skills for a big man and mm. can be got a, got a dangerous nice long kick. kick inside fifty. Yeah. And a long kick. He's
0: yeah. got a long leg fab.
1: Yeah. Whereas Pitto, I'll Leave tell us. you what leg he's got. Never seen him use yeah.
0: it. You know what I like? I like the um it's a box hill thing. It's not it's not. It's not exclusively a Box Hill thing, but it's not an all footy club. How'd
1: you go yesterday? You what? you beat the Bulldogs? Got to win. Yep. I'm going
0: to talk about that later. Nice. Um, good shoe. It's got a good shoe. Good it's shoe. Like so, yeah. like someone kicks a nice. It's as I said, it's not exclusively a Box Hill thing, okay. but it's not something that's like all footy clubs. Yeah. Because like even some coaches, like David McKay, lovely, lovely guy. Like mm-hmm. he played 250 games for the Crows, and he's like, I've never heard that before. Because I came Definitely
2: here. Definitely non-Adelaide yeah. thing. Oh, it
0: goes. Oh, I've never heard it. But if he, you he goes, oh. he goes oh, I don't mind it. But I've never heard it. But it's that idea of yeah, like someone will kick a beautiful goal, like James Parsons kicks a beautiful goal from fifty, and like someone goes, yeah, good shoe. <laughs> it's like a really nonchalant way of sort of assessing it. Um, yeah. Look, I, I thought Pido was. Um, I thought Pido was good. he was important in the contest. I thought he was um, when we needed strength, to borrow a phrase from Pido. Yeah. Um, I thought he really gave it to us, and he kind of shored that contest up for us.
1: We need. Given Harry's absence on Friday night, pending absence on Friday night.
2: He's already and, been ruled out.
1: And, yeah, well, he was concussed. So he's in, he's in protocol. So he's given his out, the two rucks are required. And add to that, Max's performance on Thursday night was one of the best I've ever seen from a ruckman. Not if you
0: talk. some. I don't want even some Collingwood. The Collingwood dickhead who does those embarrassing videos in his car. Was saying our Nick Coxie's performance was just huge, absolutely was, huge. was the as
1: it was as good as a, it was as dominant a performance from a ruckman I can recall. I think Dean Cox has had no a couple. Doubt. And mind you, Nick Nat knew who I loved, loved watching Nick Nat. But when the media were going, oh, the greatest ruckman uh, in West Coast history, uh, mate, he's not even the greatest ruckman of the modern era. West Coast history is well behind Dean Cox.
0: I need to find. I need to find. But not twin. since
1: Dean has have I seen a ruckman that dominant. Now he may not be all Australian ruckman this year because I know it's on a body of work and whatever. And Tim English has been good, but Max Gorn's the best ruckman in the league by a street.
0: He's reached that stage though where those <clears throat> those accolades are less important than just being ready for the time of the year that matters. Yep,
1: and uh, he. Collingwood had no answer for him and Petrarca. And lucky for them, that's all Melbourne had because everything else was kind of, you know, Lever and May did what Lever and May do. But they've got a dysfunctional forward line. Yeah. And Coszy tried to get something going, but, you know, and Fritch is a skillful player and he tried to... At excuse me, Bob up. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the ball drop... The drop yeah, it, was. it just came straight off the side of the boot. If you try to shank a ball that bad, I don't reckon you could. Well, the only oh, Harry thing could. you do is ha- you miss ha- all together. Harry could do that. That's that's the next thing Harry's gonna do. He's gonna fresh air everyone. All together. So um nah, does, No, he'll be fine. He'll come good. Who? Fritch or Harry? Harry. <laughs>
0: Damn it, I can't find it. It was some Collingwood cockhead who was saying, like, he just said, Oh, Coxie's performance on Maxie Gorn just, just, just nullified him. Just really. If and they so, if uh, they had two Maxes. No, but a whole bunch of people are going, Max Gorn was the best man on the ground. <laughs> he was like, but, but, but he was like, Max had 35 hitouts. Coxie had 31. And the guy goes, Max had 28 touches and about what happened, some crazy yeah. number of clearances marks and, stuff? and marks. Yeah. He goes, What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. It was it was stop
0: trying to justify. It's like stop trying to make Cox a thing. Yeah. He's yeah. shit. Stop trying to make it a thing. He had a 10-minute purple patch in a game five years ago. Mm.
1: Yeah. And they do it when they play us too. Just don't allow Collingwood to have – if you're playing Collingwood, you flood back and you have players directly in front, 35 out, because that's where the kick's going. lane. And just block
0: that lane. That's all you are going to do. Uh, Next heading for me is the result flattered them. Uh, Don't need to spend too much time on this, but in terms of – I think I said it on Twitter. <coughs> the two kickout snafus that came yep. back over our heads: Brody Kemp's brain fade on the goal line, Harry Mackay's two misses from a aggregate of Dirk Kautz hat trick. Yep, um, that's five goals net. Yep. We mean by goal
1: the Harry the Harry second one. Look, the other one, the guy is hot on his heels, and yeah, I don't, I don't know why he's kicking it with the outside of his boot. Mm. But take he that away. Look, cute with it, you just yeah. Smash it. The guy, the guy was hot in his heels. Give him a pass. From the top of the goal square, directly in front. To put a six
0: goals up. Mate,
1: mate, you make that. You're a Coleman medalist. I don't care if you go left foot, right foot, round the corner. Mate, kick it over your head. You should be kicking that goal. Place kick it. <laughs> Do a Cripper when you played for the... Uh...
0: The Rams or whatever they were called. The, the, <laughs>
1: no, the Bisons the Rams.
0: or something. I thought they were the Rams. No, they, did the they,
1: were, they were like the... The Bulls. I can't remember. They were green. The Lightning. The were... Rampage.
0: Rampage. Rampage. The Rampage. <laughs> Um, he took the piss that night. Cripper. He played forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say it. AFLX would be a really good social game. I think social that's, game. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, that's the point. It's, yep. a, it's a social game. That's the you play with your mates, and on a square you don't need an oval.
1: Yeah, you can basically play it anywhere.
0: It's that's. I just reckon they they fucked up the marketing, and then fans are just, you know, Kim Jong Il. You know why are people so stupid? Mm. It's like it's it's this isn't for the elite game. This is for people to play the game socially. Yeah, it's and, indoor
1: soccer. Yeah. <laughs> football. <coughs> it's crazy. Ah, uh, Timbo. Uh, Sorry. <sighs> I'm doing my best.
0: Um, I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh, Harry. Just on the <laughs> Harry thing, I just want to say, like, I don't want to hear any of this we're better off without him chat because as soon as we not went off, we were so... Yeah, we stopped. Yeah, but and he's
2: created our first two goals. He, like he was is, have you got exceptional an exceptional to start off with? He really got. He's eating a
0: mandarin. Right.
1: No, he's eating another butter menthol.
0: If you've got a bottomless
2: menthol.
1: supply of butter menthol,
0: I've,
2: I've only got one left after this. <laughs> oh
0: Jesus! I'll we might you, lose him. Tell you what's going to happen <laughs> later on. Those are going to tear through him like yeah. you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> what cool. comes out of him will look like it comes out of like an old radiator yeah. later on. Um, <laughs> But the Harry, thing, as Tim said, he created our first two goals, direct goal assist, created yep. our first two goals. He marked the ball really well down the line. When he went off and Charlie had to push up and do that, well, who plays in behind him? It's yep. a real problem. TDK can't take those marks. Pito doesn't take those marks, et cetera. Really? We just – he had a bad night in front of goal, but he did do some nice things and contribute otherwise. And as that higher forward, when we lost that, there's no coincidence we stopped scoring, really. Yep. Um, but in the end, the result flattered them. As I said, I think we were a lot better than six points. Sorry, Tim's back in the haunted house that Fab was in a couple yeah. of weeks ago.
1: It's the chair because he's trying to get that leave the gnat alone. I'll sit still. <laughs> the, see that face? That's the sheepish Tim face.
0: We needed he- to go around beforehand and, like, mask him, take him to the chair.
1: Doug WD-40. Yeah. A few things. <laughs> On my wedding video. <laughs> and
0: tell Elise you can free him when I ring you.
1: I've got one of those old school WOG wedding videos where, you know, it's the whole day, the, the pre thing, like the, the ceremony. Tracking, the tracking's really bad. All right, Looks and like then it's, it's been they, they, filmed
0: they, over an old episode of like Baywatch. Or they something
1: go like around that. every table and kind of film, you know, your your guests, yeah. and whatever. And Tim must have been saying or talking to. I think you were talking to Walshy, and it's pans to Tim, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I'm a camera," and he had that sheepish look, and that's the same look he had then
0: was saying something controversial. You know what he was saying? You know why he was so sheepish, Fab? He was saying something in support of the local conservative candidate and he couldn't believe that he'd been caught on video potentially saying something well, like it that. Was, it was election day. <laughs> it was uh, election day. On and the at next,
1: least was about
2: 13 months pregnant.
0: Yep. 13 months pregnant. It's been a fucking long, uh, she yeah. was really been a long time. He goes, Should we do something about this? The kid's fucking walking in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next heading we've got looking ahead. We'll go on this one briefly, but Melbourne next week, they'll obviously be without Van Royen and Brayshaw. We'll be missing Harry and uh, Vinny Chase, which is a shame. Vinny Chase got two. I think they'll argue it down a one. Down a one. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I, I can't see how you justify that it is high impact. I know that they had a concussion test, but that just asks the question of is this high impact? He passed, so therefore it's not high impact. So therefore – Medium should stand because it can't yeah, be both.
0: This is yeah. just another opportunity for Chris Townsend. to If it's to stay high sharp. impact,
2: you
1: miss. <laughs> just sh- yeah. sharpen your pencil. Just sharpen.
0: This is just another opportunity for old mate Chris Townsend to to keep his you know keep himself uh, warmed it. up. Um, and I think, as
2: everyone said, in an ideal world, you would love to be able to frame up an argument. To have it reduced from two to zero, <laughs> he's
0: punched him but, in the face. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's copped
2: him right on the chin. You've gone, you, you'll get a week. Yeah, and you're, you're going. You take yeah. the week, so just don't let it be two.
0: Is it just a case of Motlop comes in, not as in like for likes, but Motlop comes in for Harry Jack Sylvani Silv- um, comes in for Martin. Dow goes to the sub.
2: Yeah, I want to see Dow. Yeah, the, the only sub. question is Matthew Kennedy. I think Can he- Matthew Kennedy play a role, and I, I don't know the answer to it. I. I think when I Dow, see, Dow's
0: a bit, see when Kennedy I see can't Martin taking sub.
2: contested marks on the forward line, I feel like Kennedy could do that um, in his stead. But I just don't know that he has the speed in the forward. No, line. Kennedy to be able can't to put be pressure
0: Kennedy can't on. be the sub though. So if you're selecting Kennedy, he has to start. He has to play. Yeah, which yeah. means as the sub, Dow is just a bit dynamic. Yeah, I'd play Dow to inject yep. in a third quarter. or So fourth fish, quarter. fish, no chance. What about fish?
1: Yeah, four. I haven't really thought about it much. Cunningham. Well, I, were we? I, I was f- going to say Cunningham had a nice sub. goal, but he hasn't really been involved a lot of late. Um, and is the game going to open up? Cunningham's smart. He lo- he, likes, he works out. But where we've been space. playing fish as well, we don't, we don't need him there. Yeah. That's were, right. Were we a bit big?
0: Um. Yeah, but then again, we play Melbourne and Melbourne's strength is clearly their two intercept, their yep. lockdown defender and their intercept defender, which is why Harry being out, and again, we beat them without him a couple of weeks ago, but that was the I can next time. Isolate. Isolate. We can't do that. So that's the query where if Jack's fit, he's a, a really important in.
1: And it'd be good to see Jack play a final.
0: Absolutely. Apparently yeah. there's a two-year deal in front of Jack. I've heard that. What do you know about this,
1: the don't Bolognese know, sauce? Don't know much. But I know I love you. Who was that? Was that Linda Ronstadt? Linda Ronstadt and, and Aaron, Aaron Neville. Neville. She
0: was, in, um, she was in an episode of uh, The Simpsons, Linda Ronstadt. Was she? She had a little body, was doing a single with her or she was doing something for the Plow King or something, uh, which was always a bit of fun. So that's what we have to wait and see on selection. But uh, moving on, we are just got to wait. Oh, it's another 90s banger. Oh.
1: Oh, from yet. another massive, massive movie. Inexplicably, because it's no
0: good. <laughs>
1: but, hey, it was a genuine blockbuster.
2: Have you played this on nope. one of these
1: before? Always once, I listen to this song and I want to pull out a bow and arrow.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Because
2: I reckon I've told the story before. There's a um, this vision of Mel Meninga highlights <laughs> uh, at, at the this. end of an Australia versus Great Britain rugby league game. is and, and Meninga scoring the winner on Alan
0: Bright. We can't hear you Tim <laughs> yep. Classic stuff Bit of Brian The Canadian on. Bruce Springsteen of course
3: you know it's, true. Everything it's a fucking
0: long preamble And that's where we're going to leave it, I do it for you. Ding ding so I mentioned earlier that- um,
1: Oh, mate, Professor Snape was the sheriff
0: of Nottingham. Brilliant. I'll cut your oh, heart out with a spoon. Absolutely brilliant. He was fucking- That's So he'd done Die Hard mm. and everyone was like, who's this bloke? And, oh, he was pretty good. And then he does that. Like, geez, was that? 88 Die Hard. So this was 91. Mm. So it's a bit of a while later. Pity, Alan Rickman. Dead. Dead. Mm. Um, but amazing. Why a
2: spoon? Because it's dull. <laughs> It'll hurt more.
0: It's brilliant. <laughs> Like, I just it's funny you mentioned that. And Fun fact, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the- um right at the cinemas. It was a fucking worldwide mega hit. <laughs> yeah, with, with my parents. Um, the toy sets for that were recycled Ewok villages. Oh, bad yeah. way. So they, they obviously had surplus Ewok villages from a film made eight years earlier and we're like, oh, what the fuck can we use these for? This is Sherwood Forest. This is Sherwood Forest now. Sherwood Forest, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's such a funny film because it's actually, like, it's not very good. But if you talk to people of a certain age.
1: The arrows were on fire, they Sean. love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's such an iconic, you know, the Brian Adams song, Kevin Costner is a terrible Robin Hood. Um, and the
1: camera followed the arrow. Like, I don't think that had been done before.
0: They did it movie. in um, Lord of the Rings yeah. as well, very well. But um, <laughs> Yeah, like, that was in the early 2000s. It was only, it was only 10 years later. But um, you know, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio—they have zero chemistry as, as Robin and, and Marion. Like you yep. have got zero chemistry. Um, something that would carry through to Robin Hood films in uh, the Russell Crowe Kate Blanchett one, where it was like you do realize that. you do realize these two are fucking love interests, yeah, oh. and they've got nothing between them. Yeah. yeah, zero. I hate
1: you so much. Yeah, how, it's like how about you we actually get married? Look, yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's usually how it works, isn't it? It's
1: how marriage. Someone described marriage once just find someone you hate and buy them a house. <laughs> just skip to the end.
0: Uh, I think um, I've always liked the start of the movie. remember that when they're fleeing the Crusades? Yeah. And then they, he gets to England and he's very emotional and he lands back on the beach.
2: And he's, and he's and he's back. A, home. It's like he puts the sand in his mouth and going, "Don't do that." It's black.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> you know, Alan Rickman, of course, amazing. Brian Blessed as uh, Lord Loxley, unbelievable. He played uh, Big John? Mor- Morgan Freeman was great. Who was Big John? Uh, Christian Slater, of course, was <laughs> terrible.
1: It, that was he was at the height of his drug addiction then, oh, and it um,
0: Was he, Was he Will Scarlet? I
1: can't remember. Yeah. Is that, he's, yeah, yeah. terrible, Terrible, terrible. I casting. might watch that tonight.
0: Uh, Sean Connery, of course, in a great little cameo at the end, turns up as King Richard and again – I will
2: not allow this wedding
0: <laughs> unless <laughs> – Again, and you know what's funny about that, what's awesome about that little cameo is that he would played Robin Hood in Robin and yeah, Marion yeah. sort of 15-odd okay. years earlier okay. or opposite Audrey Hepburn. Um, he'd obviously worked with Kevin Costner in the film which re-kickstarted his career – in the so a little bit like
2: Burt Reynolds in The Longest Yard was in The Longest Yard again not, not, not when they remade it. Sort yeah, sort of,
0: kind of, sort of.
1: I like that. <laughs> um, mean Machine. Yeah, mean I didn't mean mind the mini, Machine.
0: The mini Jones mean Machine.
1: one. <laughs> I love no, the Adam the Sandler one. one.
0: Don't forget I the I got the fries
1: that'll keep you satisfied. <laughs> I um, got the shakes that'll make you whatever. <laughs> and I yes. got burgers. No, I, just got, I just got burgers. Terry Crews is
0: amazing. Um, <laughs> when he's doing the the robot, he's amazing. He's so good. But uh, he was obviously in, in the Untouchables with Kevin Costner in the film that kind of relaunched his career. Um, and uh, being Scottish, there was a bit of a fun. He's thumbing. He's playing King Richard. There was a bit of a kind of a thumbing of the nose. Mm. Having in a, a very.
1: Heavy Scottish accent. Very
0: well, he played a fucking Russian U boat captain (laughs) with that same Scottish accent. He does not give a fuck. Is that
1: the hunt for Red October? Sean Connery. Sean
0: Connery would have to be one of the laziest actors of all time. Sean, we need you
1: to play in American. Yeah, that's right. As long as it's American in a Scottish accent,
0: I'm, I'm your man. But even in the old James Bond films, there'd be inserts of like James Bond walking up a hill, and it was a double.
1: <laughs> you, you get someone else to walk. It's up like there, a Neil. medium. It's like a
0: medium shot. One guy got out of a, uh, one of these sequences in maybe you only live twice, and the bloke's got long hair. <laughs> but I kind of love the charm of these Bond films, just being shit, like just being slapped together. But we want to stay on Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves for a moment. Worldwide, global mega hit, Brian Adams song. Yep. You know, such an iconic moment in time, that 1991. And um, <laughs> Michael Kamen. That was before
1: Bodyguard, I'm assuming, because I went and saw that with my parents too. Yeah, Bodyguard was 93, maybe?
0: Um, so. Michael Kamen, the film composer, mm-hmm. wrote the music for Everything I Do, I Do It For You, blah, blah, blah. blah. He also wrote the score, obviously, to the film, Robin Hood. And if you are of a certain age, this is gonna give you fair income dead set fucking goosebumps. Oh, I just got him. <laughs> I haven't picked it yet. Well no, I've got it. It's from fucking Robin Hood. Oh.
1: I haven't seen the movie since 91, sure. Do yourself a favour, watch oh. it. Scores of oh, scores it. like this. This is the opening credits. That's why I used to love Nick's podcast, The Art oh, of the brilliant. Score. Brilliant. This bit. And then it goes into the big fanfare. If anyone likes uh, movie scores, check out a podcast called The Art of the Score. They haven't done one for a while. They haven't. Nick lives in. Manhattan, so it's kinda hard and troubles world. He's
0: brilliant. One of my favorite parts of that. So they basically deconstruct a score and they discuss it and they celebrate these classic film scores. And Nick Buck being a composer and an orchestrator, whatever, he plays along on the piano and he'll just he'll just play these beautiful suites yeah. and these cues from all these films on the piano. So that was Michael Kamen's main theme from Robin Hood. And if you're of a certain age you will remember that from the movie, but you will also remember that from every Australian football highlights package in the nineties. <laughs> Uh, it was a bit like they used to play Ennio Morricone's uh, Untouchables theme on Brownlow Night. They did it for like yep. 20 years. Until, um, <laughs> was it Mike Fitzpatrick or, or the CEO and he walked up on stage and it was like Darth Vader music. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. Um, so if you're a child of the 90s, if you listen to that, if you listen to Michael Kamen's that Robin Hood theme, yep. I dead set, get, I get goosebumps listening to that.
1: I got goosebumps driving in here. Oh. Listening to – I listened to Crunch Time on podcast and they did highlights of the game, you know, commentary snippets. And I just – I was – the hairs were literally – I'm looking at them, I I should take a photo if I wasn't driving. They they were up. So um, it's good because when you listen to it back, it takes you to where you were and – Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree completely. Um, We're going to move on now to chicken salads. Chicken salad for me, doing deals is my first chicken salad. I thought our contest on the night was great and I loved our contest all night. But what I really, really liked was our handovers just outside D50. Yep. So Sydney want to chip, chip, chip. They want to draw our keybacks out. They want to get to the launch zone of 60 metres out by drawing. You know, McLean on the night was very good, marked the ball very well. Yep. Amarty presented up very well, didn't play as well as McLean, but they want to draw the big forwards out, they want to take Wiedering, Kemp, McGovern with them, and then they want to kick in to a forward 50 without the marking back.
1: And and have Papley there. And have
0: Papley, all those guys there. Yeah. So what we did brilliantly was deals. I'm on you, Fab. I'm Jacob Wheatering. Yep. And you roll up to 60 out to take the mark. I hand you over to Chera. Yep. And then I go back in the defence. Yep. Absolutely brilliant. They re- recognised and recognised it on a number of occasions quickly. I'm yep. not impacting here. He's got a lead on me. Off you go. In you come. You stand the mark. I go back. Yep. And it just meant that the delay, and you saw it, the delay created how, how many times did their next kick go shallow? Yep. Yeah, it got inside 50. You're kicking from 50. A lot of fun happening in the, yeah, in the next one. it's very room. loud. But it goes to 50 and it's um, it's it's a bad kick at goal after that. And no one needs to tell us, boys, we watch throughout the course of the year, if you're having low percentage bad shots at goal, you're not kicking many. And that's – You're probably not winning. There's, there's
1: a weird narrative going through that oh, they didn't take their chances. They didn't take their they, they were talking about them like they were Melbourne style. Well, like chances. Harry's. Yeah. They were like, talking uh,
0: about it like they missed shots at goal like Harry. No. They had the one flying shot at goal on the snap – Haywood uh,
1: yeah, had one, which I thought was that was to our into the ground. Yep. There like was Chad, that. Chad
0: Warner had a snap after the siren that was like yeah, you know, it's like it's 50-50. Yep. From a bullshit for a kick. From a bullshit for a kick. But it's 50-50. Yep. Um, they kicked two goals that were really nice finishes uh, on our turnovers.
1: Errol Goulden's goal. Errol's Errol Errol Goulden's goal. His goals. left peg is... But Errol Dynamite. Gordon's goal
0: was fantastic. Brayden Campbell had the running shot. Um, Farton supporter. Had, they, they had the shot. Obviously, Akers was able to touch, which was a lovely shot at goal. But they're low percentage shots at goal.
1: Would you love Errol in, uh, in navy blue? Yeah, sure. He'd be Ed, phenomenal.
0: What Can we can we give him Fish and… Ed Kurnow. Ed, <laughs> Ed I reckon Ed's low… Ed,
1: Ed will get there and go, now yeah, I'll retire. Ed's 34
0: years old, but it's low miles. He's he's, yeah. he's, got, he's got he's got he's like a Land Rover. He spent
1: the whole game standing next to the sign language guy in the tunnel. The little sign language guy with a big beard. Well, you would know this. You know that guy, big red beard.
0: Yeah. You know the um, it was Aaron Greaves, our head of whatever it was. Yep. Um, he was doing double duty in the box <laughs> and providing Auslan <laughs> on the sidelines. Um, mm-hmm. You would know. Was it in America where the guy was doing the Auslan yeah. and, he, and then someone rang in and was like, "That bloke's just making shit yeah, up. He's, he's not just, doing anything."
1: I can't remember what it was for though. And it they
0: like just- approach they. Are, Approached him and said, Mate, what the fuck? And he goes, Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Just making shit up.
0: (laughs) 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 uh, I sympathise with the local sheriff's council or whatever. It's like, we've just hired the dickhead. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't know sign language. Yeah.
2: Incredible. I Don't know what he's doing. I'm assuming it's just right.
0: I know. I mean, look, I was, I was a bit interested when he was doing the the blowjob motion a lot, but I was <laughs> like, what's going on there? <laughs> put in the gifs. Um, put in Sean Sean Michaels' uh, gif. Put in Sean Michaels and find that one. It's a fucking ripper. It was on TV. It was on live TV. Where are we loose cannon Sean back then. <sighs> Drug addict got Monday up Night
1: Raw was very loose during the what are they called the Attitude, attitude Era. era. It was yeah, the, the whole WWE was a bit loose.
0: Didn't yeah. Stacy
1: Keebler had a matchup with someone, it was a bra and panties matchup. They used to
0: do that every week. They'd have like a they'd have like a um bikini contest every week.
1: And it was it was great. You just had to get them down to their panties and that was and bra, you,
0: and bra. You had to do two arti- bra, yeah. two articles of clothing. Yeah.
1: I had to get them down to their bra and panties, and yep. that was the winner.
0: Usually, her and Tori Wilson and mm. Dawn Marie. We were all the winners, but. Everyone was the winners. The <laughs> society was the winners. The television viewers, the audience in the crowd were the winners. Yep. They used to do a, They went through one where a SmackDown staple for many years was like a, um, a Halloween costume contest. Yep. That was always pretty good viewing. When November, late November rolled around, the last episode of November.
1: Not allowed to do that anymore.
0: Can't do that anymore.
1: What about the Lingerie Football League on Super Bowl Day? Unbelievable. Not allowed to do that anymore. Better than the XFL. The XFL a bit boring.
0: Are uh, they going to adopt the kickoff rule? Maybe in the they're, NFL, tr-
1: they're trying to do. That's what it's good for the XFL to, to trial things in a competitive nature. But um, yeah, not for me.
0: What are you typing? Nothing. I'd stop. Sean Michaels was a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was out of control.
1: He was on the. It was on the. Uh, the party. He was, on the, he was on the Booger Sugar. He
0: was on and, – um,
1: And steroids. And the
0: SOMAs, the Mexican muscle relaxers, <laughs> which are now illegal. They're like uh, Quaaludes. The Ludes. The Ludes. <laughs> because you poor bastard. Because you wouldn't know. Because if you're watching this now, because you can't get them. You don't make them anymore. The lemons. Um, what else have I got here? The Doing Deals was a good one. Learning Our Lesson was our next headline. So last year we dropped that game. And yep. we know that because we did. Yep. We would have. We, we would have dropped the close game. and Time and again, we did. Did it twice. We couldn't close things out. So, we spoke after round 23 of last year that the loss against Collingwood would be worth it in the long run if we learnt the lesson. And it looks like we have.
1: Yeah. I, I, I totally agree.
0: You know, so if it hurt, Tim, if that result last year hurt like it should have and it needed to, in the long run, it'd be worthwhile.
2: And I think that was probably part of the emotion at the end was we'd been there before and it hadn't worked out and the fact that this time around it had, we had and we were a on the year. right side of the result, it was like, thank God, we are now better for having been through what we've been through.
0: And you had to, um, we had to wait a year to atone. You had to wait a year yeah, to yeah. to make and amends. It,
2: and, and you're right because... And that's the like,
1: thing, you, you don't see those... It, so, sorry, Tim. You don't see that stuff in round one, round two. No. Nah. Have they learned no, no, their lesson? No, it, it doesn't this matter. is not the and, time and, and to it's show like, that we've learned our it, lesson.
2: Every team, they have an unwritten um, goal that unless they achieve it, the season is a failure. Yep. And Carlton's first achievement was you had to play finals and... We got there, but to be able to win a final, especially given that a lot haven't been able to, to be able to get to that point for us as a group is awesome. And we're not playing with the house's money yet. We've got a huge opportunity against Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, house money comes at Brisbane. No doubt. And, and Giants are with house money now, and mainly because Port beat them by 50 points a month ago. Um, <laughs>
3: Well, sound from the west
2: of the
0: town It's, the sound the- <laughs> it's brilliant,
2: it's brilliant I, I'm going to say, I've been singing it all morning
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's legitimately, in the AFL era, it is the single best It's the high watermark of AFL expansion that song. Theme song? That's yeah Absolutely. And every all other team they that's na- coming They absolutely in nailed it songs,
2: that. left, right and set Adelaide's and was good. Why couldn't we have done that?
0: Adelaide's was good, mm. whether, you know, uh, to the, um, the, French, the French national anthem. West Coast isn't an
2: abomination. Terrible.
0: Frios was bad.
2: He's Worse. Poor. Port we Adelaide niggle. was, you
0: know, Port Adelaide was shocking. It was just kitschy. Yeah, yeah it's shocking. Um, I like it you know, even, like, because one of his teams, Port Adelaide's like, Tim's like, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's not bad. It's Tim's mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh. Um <laughs> but that like the Gold Coast Suns just it's like a inoffensive pop song. It's like ugh. Great. but that as whoever the the Cat Empire guy, whether they gave him direction or whether he just said he just was that from the Cat Empire. The Cat Empire guy did that. Yeah, The hello, the trumpet, hello, uh, the trumpet player. But he. Whatever the, <laughs> br- I would love <laughs> to actually know what the brief was. If the brief was just come up with something, give us something. I don't give a shit. Make it banging. Or if he just went, no, nah, we've got to go back to like, like this Cossack dance song. It's got to be folky. It's got to have like this real deep cultural embedded, yep. like parlour song thing. Um, I've got to lean into that. And I could, I would have loved. I've said this in the past. Like, I would love to have been in the room when John Williams first played the Star Wars stuff. Mm-mm. And Lucas and Co. They don't know what it is. They don't know what what have you come up with? And he plays it, and you are like, "Fuck!" Yeah.
1: It's would, also, that also would have been the the wash of relief. Yeah.
0: Or like Batman, you know, yeah. when when Danny Elfman's Batman, we're sitting mm. in the thing, and this is what I've come up with. Yeah. I would have loved to have been at AFL headquarters when he pushed play and said, "This is what I'm working on," and just gone. That is fucking. And everyone it. just
1: stood up and just started
0: punching. That <laughs> is But. Oh, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Do you want me to play it again? Yeah. It's brilliant. It's, brilliant. it's so good. The trumpet the ground is shaking. <laughs> the other teams are <laughs> Here and we go, give we it to us again. For the it's it's brilliant. That's the first expansion song since the Crows, and even then, you could argue that the Crows were like it was a bit of a layup because they were yeah. kind of just borrowing. What's a song we can reskin?
1: It's not the, the French national, national anthem though. That's Brisbane's.
0: Oh, it is too. Um, yeah. What am yeah, it's I? A, uh,
1: it's, it's a navy song. Yes. It's sorry, a, the Halls yeah. of Montezuma. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, you're quite right. The Halls of Montezuma. I, I let
2: that
1: one go through to the keyboard. The only reason <laughs> I and I would I don't like pulling people up on things, but Pete would have been. People would have driven off the road.
0: Um, but again, brilliant. And the Lions, obviously, that was a Fitzroy and borrowed yep. it. Fucking brilliant. Um, and then lastly, on just <laughs> the <Premiers laughs> we will be this, be this year after, <laughs> after beating <laughs> Fremantle at the Witten Oval in front of 4,000 people. <laughs> um, the last one for Chicken Salad I've got is just the night, the win, the feeling of it. It was an absolutely wonderful night for the whole footy club coaches, players, staffs, fans, everyone. Yep. Um, and it reminded me, you know, when I was at the Blues in 2013 and we had the win against Richmond, which was great, and we came in. Um, extra week worth of work. Extra week worth of work, which was brilliant. But it was a Sunday. We played Richmond. Yep. That um, was when the elimination finals on the Sunday. And on the Monday we came into work and everyone's upbeat because the boys have had an unbelievable win and you play to win finals. You play. play to win the game. You know, your, your football club exists to win football matches in September. Yep. And uh, Marty Shannon, who's the long-time general manager of venue and he's done all sorts of different things at the footy club uh is a fantastic servant of the footy club. Um, he put on – out of his budget, he put on like a morning tea. Yep. Just off his bat because he'd been there for many, many years, you know, when the team was really flying as well. And didn't he didn't – it wasn't to um, – it wasn't to get pats on the back for him personally, but his, his attitude was this is what it's about. Yeah. The footy club – exists exists to win games like we did yesterday. So we had a bit of a morning tea and a good and soak it up, enjoy it. And uh, I just hope they're doing similar things at the club this week because uh, it was a really nice little moment. So we mentioned earlier, so happy for Crips to get that moment uh, and to get that monkey off his back uh, and the football club in general. So chicken salad for me, uh, just the night in, in totality. Yep. Mm. Moving on. Chicken shits. Harry and Jack missing is frustrating. That's disappointing. One of them just of bad luck, one of them because of bad judgment. Um, You know, we'll obviously have to wear that and deal with that. Fingers crossed they each only get a week and we are able to hold on and win through when they can come back uh, because we definitely need them. So that's a chicken shit. That's disappointing. Absolutely. Uh, And the other one for me was just our, our kickouts. Like our kickouts are so bad. And I'm not even talking about the turnovers that led to goals. Where do you reckon we're kicking the ball, Fab? Is it to the wing to the flank, sorry, with twenty six blokes on it? Most likely. Yeah, probably. Yep. We're gonna to have to do something a bit different because we just weren't able to get out. It was the most mm. telegraphed thing.
1: There was a couple of times it's obviously easy to see when you're down your are into the ground, where if we had the balls, it was a matchup it's like three on three in our favour. but the matchups weren't great for them. And it was like, just go the other side.
0: Yeah. Yes. Like, we, we have, I just think we have to try something a bit different because we, we're just, our kickouts are just functionally bad and they've been that way for some time. But
1: if you have consistency in your kickouts, Tim and I had a discussion leading in about, it's about quarterbacks and they're why you could have the best wide receiver on the planet. If you've got no run game, everyone so knows it's going to the same no spot and it's exactly the same as a kicking, I know where it's going. I'm going to stack it. And you might have the best down-the-line players. We've got Harry, we've got Charlie, we've got TDK. Who cares? It's a contest. If everybody's there and there's 30 people around this thing, it's hard. It's
0: it's a difficult mark.
1: However, if you've got the run game and you show them something different every now and then... Every now and again, yeah, They can't stack a defence to worry about that one wide receiver. And the same thing here. Occasionally, we change angles or go out differently or take a a short one up the guts, Mm. take a mark, and then all of a sudden, everything drifts across...
2: It creates it, well, a plausible option. Well, Fab, Fab, you picked it in one. There was the moment, and it might have even been the last quarter where we said, "I, I said to you, I would love to see Sadi just take off and go um, Shane stand side," yep. and 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 you called it to perfection where you said, "If Doc took off, and because he was he was the deepest target on yep. that side, but was closer to the middle of the ground, but we had become so." Doc predictable, could have got to centre wing. That, that Sydney had overcorrected and there was an opportunity to be able to open them up if we were bold enough to go for it. But we just we lacked we lacked the stones to have a crack at it. But yeah. I could see it absolutely coming off. Yeah. Um keep it up
1: your sleeve. The guy in the mark wouldn't have caught Sardi until 3540.
0: He wouldn't and, have caught him and, full and Doc, stop.
1: And Doc would have got to centre wing and taken a mark. And even yeah. if he didn't he probably wouldn't have taken off because then there was nothing ahead. Nothing ahead. And we got caught a couple of times where
0: We actually did get out.
1: Um we, remember when Cripper got the ball and it had to do just go left and right and then left it, and right. was, dancing
0: it around was dancing around. Because
1: it, mate, i all I'm gonna do is just did kick, it well. it to, kick it to one of them. Um But yeah, if we have got it we've got to have plan Bs.
0: Well this is a in a learning where you hope that in the in the aftermath of Friday night when they're going through the review again, Brody Kemp, defenders, just rush the ball. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, the other one is um, we just need to be a bit more variable with these kickout strategies. <gasps> yep, because we just become a bit too predictable. And I don't think
1: the Nick Newman era helped us because he would have been a bit gun shy. Hundred
0: percent agree. Hundred yep. percent agree.
1: Oh, I had another chicken shit. Oh no,
0: it's a Johnny oh, it's a Johnny yeah. it's, right, it's okay.
1: okay. Good. 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 I'm loving your suitcase, by the way. Most people would go. Why?
0: So you can see it when it and comes... And I'm like,
1: no, that's brilliant. I've got, we've got brown. Yeah, shit out. I'm talking about like this camel see brown.
0: see uh, Tim? i got a lime green suitcase there, see? And Kelly's like, oh, uh, we did we... Elise
2: bought a candy cane pink one for that's our it, trip mate. overseas
1: when you're on... for that very reason. It's not a fashion statement no. at the carousel, mate. I want to know which no. one's my no. bag. Hang on. A
0: lady last week did exactly that. Pastel she, pink. A lady picked up the bag and yep. she's going, she's looking at it and she sort of, she confidently, she picks it up and yeah. she's got it on the ground and then she was like, no, it's not mine. Yeah. Samsonite black. That's <laughs> 90% yeah. of the and put luggage. put it back on the thing and it's like, mine, that fucker comes out Yeah. and you go, let's go. Let's go, baby. There it <laughs> is. It's actually not, it's actually like it's a nice green as well. Mm. It's a very poppy. I wouldn't say
1: it's a nice green, but it's no, it's, but about, I actually, it's luggage. It's, it's Luggage does not need to be a fashion statement. As uh, so long as the wheels work. Yeah. And it rolls around properly. And it keeps all your shit together.
0: Anyone shout out? It's a July bag. I've got a little smaller one as well. Very nice luggage. July they do okay. they do really good travel. Different sizes, all different styles.
1: Ours a Jag. That's how old they are. Jag? Does wild. Jag even exist
0: I anymore? Jeez, oh, the TV show doesn't. We went through that last week. No, they, they've somewhere. they've
1: they've brought it back as there's like a. And I think the Jag, the TV show. Yeah,
0: no, no, but it's not Jag. It's
1: like. It's
0: like a oh, sequel Whatever, series. like um, uh, military's
1: wives or something like that. Because
0: or... NCIS was like a cousin of JAG.
1: There's, I think there's a, and I think she's in it too. The old um uh, Catherine Bell. Yeah. Really? Channel seven, look it up. Go on to seven plus and have a look. I'm pretty New sure it's there.
0: Jag sequel. New oh, I don't think I don't know if JAG it's related,
1: but it's very show.
0: How NCIS LA could bring back Jag. The appearances of Jag characters on recent series of NCIS LA as fans hopeful that the powers that be might be setting up a JAG reboot. That's not what I'm thinking of. JAG reunion in 2024. Rumours of JAG reunion have the internet in a frenzy. I miss no. that. As reports claim producers have a revival of the Pop- popular sitcom. Jeez, would we say it's a sitcom? No. I can't be bothered in investigating that anymore. Oh, well, I'll look it up. Um, SI Morales this week. It should be relatively straightforward. I do have, I think, I think... I have what I believe is the out-and-out out standout candidate for the SI. I think we'll all agree that is – and on the one, count of one, two, three, we'll say his name, yeah? Yep. One, two, three. Matthew Cottrell. Cottrell. Matthew Cottrell. Tim's on the way. <laughs> um, Cottrell is the SI winner. But I would also like special commendation for Caleb Marchbank.
1: Yeah, agree. Especially that first half. I said to Timbo, he's – is Josh deluca at this. He went to the yeah. bench. Right? He was redlining everything. He was going 110%. Six or eight weeks ago,
0: there, he was – he was in a lot of trouble.
1: His substitute appearance against the GWS Giants. It looked good. He needed it though. Yep. He needed it.
0: But he was in a lot of trouble, body, confidence, mm-hmm. all that. So it really did warm the cockles that he came on in front of 92,000 yep. um, and really performed. I and on
1: a, on a night like Friday night, we needed something warmed because it was freezing.
0: <laughs> We've been it's over very this. cold. We have been over. The, where is my next sting? Oh, what's happened there? We'll start that again. No Oh, that's disappointing
1: Is that just pausing?
0: I've got to reset the button Because you can set the button up to play from the start, loop uh, Stop, oh sorry, start where it last stopped Because remember we we tested Tim's sound with the yeah. mailbox sting earlier yeah. We'll just let it you play don't. out and then I'll play it again It's played out by now, mate No, 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 it hasn't Now it is, here we go Ready
1: There we go <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I love? We don't care to
0: edit There's no editing We go warts and all not editing this shit out. Mailbox. You've got mail. Um, Jay Cope. Uh, what's more likely that our lawyers are special geniuses or that Michael Christensen consistently overcharges our players? Yeah, the yeah, two Mike. weeks thing is, is, is a bit much. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing about it is when they grade it incorrectly, as they very well might have... That's the ammunition the lawyers want. Yeah. If you just grade it correctly,
1: and you've got little wiggle room.
0: Whereas here, you've actually got you can argue down. You can you've actually got a premise to begin with. Yeah. Because you're yeah. incorrectly graded.
1: Hopefully. It's uh, safe, but why waste the time? Hopefully, Townsends in the in the country.
0: Yes. Oh, you could do it by Zoom.
1: Imagine Marcus Smart just just going. I'm ready. Not Marcus Smart. Marcus Clark. Marcus Clark. you would be
0: better with Marcus Smart.
2: <laughs> Marcus, Marcus Smarts. Smart. Place for the fucking Boston Celtics.
1: No, he doesn't. Well
2: you used got, to be traded. traded, didn't he? Has yeah. he
0: changed the tint in his hair?
2: <coughs> You'd have to get rid of the green.
0: Because where is he now?
2: Uh I'll look at my draft board Memphis? To, to see who's taken him. He could go blue.
0: Is he any good?
1: Yeah, I like him. Uh, he? Very, he was a, a defensive hard, player of the year. It's yeah, hard to play the point. Yeah, he's, him, not, he's not creative as a point guard. They
0: do this defensive player of the year nah, he's shit, very And good. I watch these guys play and they all fucking defend about the same.
1: Nah, like, I, 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 I rate I him, it. but he can't run an offense.
0: I get. I reckon he's got the big market tax because he plays for the Celtics. He's Memphis. He's like anyone too, they yeah. play for the Lakers or whatever, they're just, well, they must be good. Mm. You're like, yeah, He's okay. Yeah, the, he was who, part of the
2: trade that brought Porzingis into Boston. Porzingis. Like Chris Stapps.
0: The, yeah. I like, see, he's Chris he's Stapps. all right, isn't he?
2: Chris Stapps, yeah. I did an ACL when he was drafted, but he was seven four, and they said that he was going to be. He hasn't fulfilled the potential. Bahima. He went
0: to the Knicks first?
1: Yep. Knicks first, yeah.
0: And then why did they trade him?
1: Because he did an ACL.
0: Yeah, but just rehab it. Where did he, did he go? to go to the Mavs. He yeah, went to the Mavs, yeah. Because he was teed up. He was like the um, latter-day red-hourback white dream team. With like Luca Doncic, they're trying to find they're trying to find value in the lighter skinned. Are you watching Winning Time?
1: Has it come back? Uh, I'm catching up.
0: Yeah, there's like four or five episodes. That's it. I'm in. Mean,
1: beautiful. I've been waiting for it. I really enjoyed season one.
0: Yeah, it was good. Mm. There's less Jerry West, which is a bit disappointing. He's still there. Yep. But I think they've reacted to the negativity around the portrayal, even though it was the best part of the show.
1: This loose cannon.
0: Brilliant, yeah. and um, Jason Clark's just.
1: It'd be more about I'm thinking Adrian Brody this season about. So he's he, the rise of.
0: We're about four or five in, and Westhead's Westhead's sort of losing the grip a little bit, losing yep. the plot. Um, there's, they've done a little bit of background stuff with Bird. Mm-hmm. There's a great scene where he goes. He leaves whatever university he was at initially. Mm. He obviously, was struggling to fit in or being away from home, so he came home, and uh, someone comes from another, obviously, the Indiana, whatever university he ended up at. Yep. And they said, come on, you know, come on down, and, you know, come on down and you'll be closer to home and, you know, get you down. Come on, have a have a practice. And, you know, anyway, he comes down to the practice and he's looking around and he's thinking I'm, I'm better than all these idiots. And he ends up going out and participating in the, tra- in the practice just wearing jeans. But someone's <laughs> like, apparently this genuinely is what happened.
1: It's like the Deion Sanders story.
0: He genuinely rocked up to practice and was—he was wearing like a, you know a, a checked sh- shirt and jeans—and he's just run dominating.
1: Apparently, Deion Sanders ran the forty in dress shoes and just it, and just kept running and went straight into the limo.
0: You know what? Um, that's an incredible uh, athletic feat. But uh, have you heard of uh, Dion's uh, cousin uh, Junebug?
1: We were we were walking back to the car on Friday night, and we we mentioned Dion, and then. Um, we were trying to think of his name. We went through everything. Did, um, could, had
0: you seen it, Tim?
1: I'd seen it that yeah. day. And we'll, the, some of the My names will come. Uh, up. My cousin,
0: Juneberg. Juneberg. My cousin, crackhead. Yeah,
1: he was a crackhead. <laughs> 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 Is Bo Jackson the greatest athlete, two-way athlete or whatever it was? But The, the
0: question was... Is Bo Jackson the best athlete you've ever shared the field, field with? with? And Dion goes, "My cousin Jumberg, the crackhead."
1: Yeah. He goes, "My cousin Jumberg, he was a crackhead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he didn't need to volunteer that info. He
1: used to give the no, I didn't. He, goes, he used to give the ball. goes <coughs> to, the, to the local drug dealers. He used and I to, to
0: steal all my stuff yeah. and then take it to the hood. Yeah, I have to go back and, t- to get, go it back and back. get it. Go, but but Jumberg, uh, he goes, but ball number two. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of the tried. it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen." Just because of, like, all he had to say was Bo Jackson's a fantastic athlete. You know, growing up, my cousin Junebug, um, phenomenal, phenomenal runner. Yep. Um, couldn't catch him. Just, you know, unbelievable athlete and had a few challenges in his life. But, um, you know, at his best, you know, when we were growing up, he was just outstanding. You didn't have to say he was a crackhead robbing you and selling your stuff. <laughs> like, didn't need to say my any of that. Juneburg. cousin Junebug. Cousin Junebug. He was a crackhead. He was a crackhead. <laughs> Dion, oh, I love Dion. Sanders. I hope that Dion's auntie or uncle are like, can you give this fucking Junebug a crackhead thing a break?
2: <laughs> Say his name's Maxwell, for God's sake! Stop calling him Junebug.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm making a note. Dion Sanders' cousin, Junebug, the crackhead. <laughs> That's ah, oh, Dion's. Is he still coaching? He's coaching yeah, Colorado. Had yeah, that guy yesterday.
2: Uh, they won, and it was the biggest crowd they've ever had at the school, with like fifty-eight thousand, beautiful fifty-two thousand, whatever it is. But are yeah. they actually
0: like? Are they like a Division sixteen college or something? No, 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 he's, no, moved no. To, he's, he's moved to he's moved to Colorado, so he was oh, at
1: a, a HSBU prior to this the Halal
0: Snack Pack University,
1: <laughs> um, historically black. <laughs> what university is that? What it stands for?
0: That's not the What's name that?
1: of the uni, is it? The old HSBU universities. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Historically, that's the name of the uni. Historically black. It's like uh, historically black colleges and universities. Jesus. HBCU. It's like uh, uh, John Lovett's in. Um, what was that show? What was that show when he was a substitute teacher? I know the one you're talking about. Um, John, John High School High. High yep. School High. Yep. That actually had a few like semi decent actors in it. Yeah.
1: So he's gone to. Uh, it's Colorado and – They played in Nebraska.
2: Yep. Um. And I don't know what the rankings are
0: or going into it. Historically world. okay.
2: But, yeah, no, he's prime time,
0: so to speak. Well, it's fair to say he, he – Coach prime. It's fair to say he knows a little bit about the game. Whether or not he can articulate that is he's, always the he challenge. He was a
1: very good coach at – where was he? Was he at Florida or something? What was he? He's from Florida. Where was he coaching? Jackson State. He was coaching Jackson State, and now he's made the big move to Colorado. Um, and they knocked off TCU in their first game. So, um, the Horn what? Frogs. The Horn the Frogs. Horned
0: frogs. Frog. Chris Marantelli, who does an excellent question about, um, <laughs> there's an excellent question about Chriso's grading of our offenses. We ended up talking about uh, Dion. His cousin. Sand. His cousin Juba, the crackhead, of course. Couldn't <laughs> be that. Uh, Chris They're Marantelli. ranked
2: twenty-two in the nation at the moment, for what it's worth. So we can track that as the uh, not that we will have so many more uh, prime tracker um,
1: episodes to come. Minimum of yes. three, Timbo. Hey, minimum of three. Be confident.
0: It'd be nice. That's true. No. Um, Chris Marantelli, have any of the geniuses commenting on the role that luck played on Friday night come to the very obvious conclusion that the game changed when Harry went off? And Sydney were then able to mark everything that came their way in Carlton's forward line. It was it was a huge shift. Yep. It was like it was. Reid going off last year against Collingwood. You lost the bailout kick down the line and the option there to take the mark, reset the field, get yourself some territory, yep. and yep. then go from there. It's a yep. stop the game on the wing and then kick it forwards.
2: Yeah. Yep. So Hay- Hay- Hayden McLean became He was good.
0: He played really well. He played Pete, well against Forgotten. Yeah. Um, RJ McCready. What level of okay was Blake Aker's fourth quarter? I think it was the <laughs> higher level, higher end of the spectrum. Yeah. But this is
2: – I think there is a lot of people in our audience that are wanting to hear you <laughs> – Just give um, him some credit. – recant and give him more credit recant than what you what? have. Tim. That he was better than just okay. Tim. Recant your assessment of him as
0: Tim. just okay. I already I already gave you a backhander when we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. When I made the comment, I'm not like you idiots who, like I said at the time, your review mirrors are five minutes. I'm not like you idiots. It was made based on a body of work that he'd been okay, which he had been. He then slipped into a form slump, which was worse than that, mm. comfortably worse than that. Ridiculous. And I mentioned it and earlier. And now he's redressed it and he's part, elevated in, beyond your assessment. The, but the assessment wasn't about how he was going to play moving forward. It's how he's been playing and he needed to be playing better. And in the last five, I think I said earlier, was it five or six weeks? He has been better, and that culminated in the weekend when he and like no one. I write the fucking show, and like no one could be more effusive. I mentioned his goal was great. I mentioned that you're effort. allowed to celebrate. I his mentioned successes. that effort to of the ball out the space yep. was fantastic and compete. It's if his two touches were unbelievable for a wingman to get back and and be the man touching those Help balls me out here,
1: Timbo, Alan Scott. You were wrong, but I, wasn't. <laughs> no, I was. I was no.
2: No, but it was, I felt like... I thought he was better than OK e- e- in the first five Everything weeks, aside, I felt like you were critical of his recruitment and that he hadn't added that much and anybody could have been doing the role that he was doing. And now, for what what we've seen in the last month, I think most football pundits would say his recruitment has been something of a coup for the current football yeah, well club.
0: Well, now... No, but this is it. So now his recruitment, you look at it on the balance of the season... For yes. the first part of the year, he was he was all right. He had started. He was he was okay, to use that word again. That middle part of the year, he was bad. And then to finish the year, he's been good. And you're sort of going, well, we all have a bit of recency bias, and it's great that at the pointy end of the season, he's been good, and he's played his best football. And it balances out that he's had a, he's going to end up having a good year.
2: The prosecution rests.
0: I'm going to – if you were here, I'd fly kick to the <laughs> face. Uh, Post a You've changed you. I can't remember what your uh, username was. The Spurs Carlton man. Uh, did you just stop to soak it in? Yes. Yeah. Post game. <laughs> While
2: hugging Fab. Yes.
0: <laughs> and yeah, post game, it was really lovely to sit there and they did the second song and you sort of can recognise the crowd and you know I really enjoyed watching the Swans trudge defeated from the Oval. Um, that was a great pleasure and just to enjoy the the atmosphere and get out of the ground and it was great. Um, enjoy the, the walk back and um, it was wonderful. Mark Prentice, uh, sorry, if anyone else has booked a trip to Fiji for this week, I'll see you in the Heineken Restaurant and Bar at the Sheridan to watch the game. Make sure to I'm at you. the
2: Shamrock Irish Pub in Denang, if anyone wants to
0: <laughs> join me in game time. Is that in uh, Lebanon? Uh, no, it is not. Thank you. Brilliant. One of the all-time great Tim moments to this day. Is Terry okay? A, he wasn't in <laughs> Lebanon and he left five years ago. What, are you talking about? what an incredible bit of footage that was. Fuck,
1: it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Scary as hell, but amazing. Oh,
0: phenomenal. And like that the shock, building shaking. That shaping.
1: shock wave that just went through. And just...
0: What the fuck were they storing there?
1: <laughs> Fertiliser. <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, Sam Eliano, is there anything better than the five seconds after the siren? You know, the roar, the theme song. Not when you've had a, Not when you've had a great win. No,
1: nah, not much. Not much.
0: Not when you've had a great win. Um, Leonard Puglia, you mentioned Alanis two weeks ago and George Carlin in the last pod, so I'm just looking for another gratuitous reference to the great movie that is Dogma, of course. George Carlin, of course. Alanis played God. Ah, oh, very true. In yes. that movie, good film. I still think his best movie is Chasing Amy.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Clerks was, at its time, was like, was like, what, what are we watching here? Clerks like, is I, the new.
0: Clerks is the the equivalent. We mentioned the hacienda earlier. Clerks is the equivalent of um the the guys that would form Joy Division, going to watch like the Sex Pistols play or something. Who they go to watch? And this was like a known band, and there was like they were just starting to get a bit of notoriety and there was like 20 people at this mechanics hall or something and they went to see this and they they were like, we could fucking do this. Yeah. But it was like, we could do this. Like we don't know what we're doing but if these guys are a, these guys are a band, it's like they're not very good like live, whatever, because we could do it and I think Clerks was like that in that you didn't need to be a big studio, you didn't need to have a $150,000 Panavision camera, you didn't need to have name actors. No. It was like – it's not cheap, don't get me wrong. He, he maxed out however many credit cards, 25 dollars $30,000 and made this. So it was not cheap. Yeah. But he went out and made this movie with his mates and it was like Richard Linklater had been done a sort of similar thing. It was all of a sudden filmmaking, storytelling like became accessible and he completely yeah. rewrote like indie films in a lot of ways. It was very the,
2: the, One of my favourite lines out of it is where the girlfriend goes to go to the toilet out the back where the guy, the dead body is. Yeah. And he goes, don't suck anyone's dick on your way out there. <laughs> Try not to suck anyone's
0: dick on the way out, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what am I trying to look at here? Uh, mailbox. I'm just trying to find another one. Um, John Connell, has Cunners offered enough that broke last week? My Carlton tag shattered at the bottom. Um, has Cunners offered enough in the last month to justify a spot in the silence it's from John Connell? It's borderline. Um. But it's it is borderline. But I think the class gets in through. A good a good question to actually say. This is a guy whose goal that he kicked before half time was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful class. He had a couple of nice clean Inside moments of the
1: left hand goalpost.
0: But this is a guy who I am more than comfortable to keep playing. Yep. Yeah. And if someone else squeezes him out, you're like, okay, it's good. Okay.
2: And and, and practically with the two. Um, Look, the, the concussion and the likely suspension, and it means that we do have to turn over um, uh, the playing list in a way. He he will keep his spot as a result of it, mm. but then we, we when, wouldn't want to be making three or four changes. Yeah, when, when those yeah when Especially those those bikes great. come back in, if he has another quieter night on Friday night, then you may beg the question of has this guy retained? But. Not everybody can get a truckload of the footy every single week, but if if you're still classy when you've got it, I, I think you're always in the argument.
0: The other question too is, as you've alluded there, Fab um, making three and four changes. The guys that are coming in, Silvani's missed a bit of football lately. Kennedy's missed a bit of football lately. Yeah. So it's not like they're coming in off four, five. Dow's six. the only
1: one who comes in with a bit of consistency.
0: Yes. So the yeah. other guys, you're kind of it's a bit and of. If our
1: twos were playing finals and then they gotten a game, and we played against yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, it would help.
0: Uh, excellent. And you know who played in that game? Brody Grundy. Brody
1: Grundy. We love you, and we miss you.
0: (coughs) We're moving on now.
1: I got excited. I thought I was. What's
0: happened? Tim's gone.
1: I'm here. I thought I was a a shout out at doing the. uh...
0: Yeah, I know. You were. But no. Are you ready, Tim? Oh, born ready. The 2023 Rugby World Cup got underway a couple of days ago. The 10th edition of the tournament is being staged in France and the Wallabies have twice lifted the William Webb Ellis Trophy in 1991 and 1999, famously by beating France. The tournament's all-time leading tri-scorers are Jonah Lomu.
1: Mm-hmm. I might mean to say no. who they
0: are. Jonah Lomu.
1: Yeah, what about him? I don't get what you're asking me for. Dead. Oh, Oh. sorry. sorry. Uh, Jonah Lomu, dead. He is, unfortunately. And
0: Brian Habana, the man with the biggest shoulders I've ever seen. (laughs) So those two have 15 tries in the World Cup, Tim. I want to know which Wallaby sits third on that list with 14 tries. So Jonah Lomu and Brian Habana have scored 15 tries. Which Wallaby sits just behind them on 14? Is it A? Drew Mitchell? Is it B. Adam Ashley Cooper? Is it C David Campese? Or is it D. Chris Latham? Which Wallaby has scored 14 World Cup tries? Good enough for third all-time in the competition. Kirtley Beale. The Melbourne Rebels at one point had like Kirtley Beale that Drew. And that was still shit. And that was shit. Um, the young guy. what was the young guy's name he looked like a fucking superstar for a moment then he just got into the party life and how's ryan pappenhausen
1: broken Uh, yeah compound compound fracture
0: oh it is a compound yeah what's that is that how many months is that oh that's eight to ten ah the only positive is it's just bad luck. gets his knee right but it's just bad luck oh totally it's just horrible luck and it's like he couldn't have done anything. It's yeah. So which yeah, one? You
2: if he was running in space and he changed direction and the knee went out from underneath him, you're going, "Do you have some sort of a yeah. predisposition?" Whereas, as you say, it's an impact injury. Yeah. So the
0: question's not about that. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim.
2: <laughs> this is no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Um, the hardest thing is like, as soon as you asked the question, I thought the answer's David Campese, but it would seem too easy. For the answer to be camp
0: easy? to easy. Being
2: ain't easy being uh, Do I get a 50-50? i <laughs>
0: I'll give you a phone a friend.
2: What are the, your thoughts, Fab? I'll give you a Latham. phone a
0: friend to get Fab involved.
1: It's Latham. Really, you, th- you think it's Chris Latham? <laughs> that, that, can go that, early. That's what. That's what I think it is. Yeah. And, and I don't on know, the basis I, I just of what I, are you saying, Chris Latham? Uh, I just, I think I remember hearing it somewhere. I'm not, I'm not confident. I don't think it's camp easy.
2: Because yeah. the only thing I'm thinking is in the I think in the old days, um, the Rugby World Cup was a like a quite an exclusive event. And so every game you played, it was a serious contest. Mm. Whereas in the modern era, the expansion. You, know, you play against Georgia and you play against Romania and you play against Italy and other teams. Italy, Italy. Hey,
0: you're in the six nations. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I just thought i just to see if I could get the Did Italy win but, the Six Nations recently ish?
1: I'm not sure, but I recall a, f- a decade or so ago our captain's surname was Walsh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, That's like Marcel Lamont Jacobs all over again.
2: <laughs> um, So I have a feeling that somebody may have feasted on a shit team um, at one point in time. Mm hmm.
1: Um, is that why you're thinking Ashley?
2: It's, 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 yeah, it's part of the thinking. And, and so for some reason, and Adam Ashley Cooper is coming to the forefront. Cause again, it's too easy to say Campese, So I'm going to rule out Campese, and I'm going to rule out Drew Mitchell and I'm going to toss a coin between Adam Ashley Cooper and Chris Latham. And I'm going to say Adam
0: Ashley Cooper. Tim Davis, Shywell of Donval. You're quite right, it's not David Campese. David Campese is the all-time leading try scorer, he has 60 tries. You're quite right in saying Chris Latham. It's not him. Oh
1: no. Oh,
0: your rationale was absolutely spot on in that was a Johnny come lately playing and feasting on shit can teams, but it was Drew Mitchell. Damn it. That's, a, that's what, this is what we love about Millionaire because the rationale was fucking spot on. Yeah. He's worked his it's way through it. It's the bolded ash that we wanted. He's worked his way through it expertly, but he's just come up with the wrong modern player. Yep. Um, so, Drew Mitchell scored 34 international tries, 14 of them at World Cups. That's a little bit Miroslav closer, like isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All Miroslav <laughs> isn't a great footballer. But <laughs> put that Germany shirt on, play him in the early rounds of a World Cup.
0: He'll, he'll bang you in seven <laughs> or eight goals. Um, Same could be said for Podolsky. Very functional, but the German team was functional. Uh, Adam Ashley Cooper scored 12 World Cup tries. And 39 in total, so only two behind. David Campisi, of course, 64 tries in total for his country. Chris Latham, very prolific too. He scored 40 tries in all. 11 of them were at the World Cup. So, um yeah. Do, do you remember Gordon Bray? Oh, yeah, I love Gordon. Gordon Bray was like the Northern States' Bruce McIverney.
1: He does, he does the rugby union. He's the union. voice of rugby. Yeah, yes.
0: Do the- um, it. Rugby union. It doesn't
1: matter if it was on the ABC or Channel Seven. It. It, it
0: was him. He had no contract. Mm. He was just a freelance. If we need someone to talk about rugby union, get, he was. He was, the he was rugby union. Unions. Get Gordon Bombray in, and he'll. Uh, it he'll was talk him, us Through it. It's
1: Bruce. It's Phil Liggett. It's, it's these people own sport. Yeah, they're certain sports. Simon Hill. Um, what's the guy from the rugby rabbits? League? Ray rabbits. R- Warren. Rabbits Warren. <laughs> Warren. Yeah.
0: Um, and who? Uh, oh, the other guy recently. He did a bit of rugby as well. I can't remember his name. But yeah, Rabs. Rabs used to do it. Him and Sturlow and Fatty. Chief. What about Roger Rashid doing the tennis? Yeah, Is the daddy's part? spot hole. I just think it's that <laughs> I can't dumb. understand you, Roger. He's sitting there. They just put him in like a soundproof bunker because otherwise they go down to him. He's like, yeah, Leighton's just uh, having a bit of trouble with that voice Down the side.
1: Got there, a great uh, tan, <laughs> Roger Rashid. If
0: uh, anyone wants to know, i use the bod-dye sands. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you haven't done the Roger. It's also, Rashid's Mike,
1: Mike Tomolaris is always big on the cycling.
0: Yeah, he's the offsider, isn't he? He yeah. does a bit of that. Um, when SBS had football,
1: soccer, Mike was a, a little bit involved. What about our
0: great man, Who? old mate Palumbo,
1: Tony Palumbo, Tony Palumbo? <laughs> had the biggest bags under his eyes. It looked like
0: he hadn't slept in forty years. And they'd go to him, and if he was, they'd obviously get him in to do the Italian teams. Yeah. And he just hated everyone. He
1: hated everyone. And then when they inevitably won, inevitably, inevitably, that's from, that's
0: from <laughs> Team America too.
1: Um, yeah, it was kind of like ah, oh, whatever.
0: Yeah, but like AC Milan, because who, who did he follow? Did he follow anyone? I would say he was a Milan supporter because, like, the, yeah, whoever the Italian and team, that late
1: eighties, early nineties, like Milan were the shit. They were the team, and um, <laughs> but he was
0: so pessimistic. It's like they were amazing. Oh.
1: Do you see that thing? But even Johnny Johnny Warren was never happy. About anything, Craig Foster always just hated Jose. <laughs> Craig Foster hated on Ange, big time. Hated, oh
0: yeah. Oh, Ange. Look, in fairness, they had got bundled out, but didn't Ange say that they played like an overage player or something? They were actually the team that oh, they lost recall to. It,
1: but it was it was harsh.
0: It, he went well, he went at him. I mean, look, Foz. Now he's a um, like a social justice. Spent activist. a lot of time out at uh, Preston. He did campaigning the, for the um,
1: the refugees. Refugees. Pete's uh, contribution to that, playing the song Refugee by Tom Petty on Bluetooth. To them?
0: <laughs> on the basketball <laughs> court. Oh, no. I fucking like Tom Petty. He's got some good tunes. Not
1: good enough to be at Wilbur. You
0: said this, and I think- Me and Pete
1: had this discussion Friday about he versus Jeff Lynne, and Tom Petty's ahead of Jeff Lynne. Oh, Pete sounded off on ELO
0: like they had nothing. No, they it's not that they, <laughs> have, it's like, it's not that they have nothing, but fucking Tom Petty's got some songs. Yeah, does he? Oh-
1: It's got one banger Absolute
0: American Girl Nah American Girl's a great track
1: Won't back down
0: Great track Free Fallen Yeah Free Fallen It's
1: just It's a Jerry Maguire song It will always be Jerry Maguire Maguire. Great track He's just hunting for a song Timbo Changing stations Nothing suits
0: Um, Great movie Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne Again We've had this discussion a lot (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah like don't get me wrong Like like ELO, Jeff lynn has got some good stuff, but Petty was like... Evil woman. I think Petty's ahead of him, personally. George Harrison, no question, walk-up start for the Wilburys. But
2: an, an American girl will
1: always just be... Um,
0: Fast times,
2: the lambs as well. Oh, oh yeah, of
0: course.
1: Along yeah. with uh, Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus, who was driving buses because they couldn't find her to track her down and give her her royalties... You know that, story? That, was in, that was in
0: clerks. No. That was in clerks too. That was and, uh, um, Jay was tucked himself in. It was <laughs> dancing out the front.
1: He did the he did the Buffalo Bill. Yeah, and he's doing mm-hmm. the. Uh, yeah, I remember. Obviously, he wasn't naked at the time, but Pete used to do. <laughs> he used to play because he would play the song quite often in the office, and Pete would <laughs> get up and do the the whole Buffalo Bill dance, but then pretend. You know how he puts the yeah the, the lipstick. Oh fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Pete would do that. That was perfectly.
0: That was the. That's a good example of a role where he was amazing in it. Yeah, amazing, yep. but it ruined his career because it's like well, every c-
2: everything else. I all I ever see Buffalo is- Buffalo Bill.
0: Mm. Buffalo Bill. He and he is genuinely brilliant, but he turned yeah. up as a as a um, like a poacher in uh, that Jurassic Park film we spoke about earlier, mm-hmm. and it's that's like it's right. like that's Buffalo Bill. And he's just playing a normal, like he's playing a bad guy. And you're like, and it's, he's, he's fine. But you're like, the whole thing, you're like, it's fucking Buffalo Bill.
1: There's a band called Crosses or The Crosses who do a cover of Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. And it's kind of got a, like, When Doves Cry kind of kick bass to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Really good. Have you seen, um, Stephen Colbert when he's listening to When Doves Cry? No. He's in a, like, a record. He's in, like, a record shop or something and he's, like, it comes on he starts dancing. It's quite funny. He starts, like, miming it and dancing to it. It's from ages ago. Uh, Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. We move on. I've got a few Johnny Rainclouds, if you would indulge me. Yes. I'll get us uh, kick-started here. Um, I understand we spoke about cabs earlier and, uh, you know, I understand that they're running a business out of their car and they want that car to be nice and presentable and whatever. Some of those air fresheners they use actually make me feel ill.
1: Yeah, it's it's overpowering.
0: It's like like I I actually felt like the other week. I just had that. It kind of it got into my like into my lungs.
1: You also could be allergic to things as well. That sort of perfume or whatever. Kelly has a tendency. She doesn't when I'm not around. She'll burn incense, Uh right? And I come in the house and I nearly collapsed at. at Goza's wedding, um, I wasn't the only person who nearly collapsed. His auntie did collapse, did a full face plant in the front row. Um, Margaret Davis style. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, when I when I, I I don't know what it does. I feel like I can't breathe, yeah. and I had to leave. Aunt, shout out, Aunt De La Sola dragged me out of the church and across the road from the Serbian church in wherever it is, Fitzroy North, um, that kind of area there. There's a 7 Eleven, and it wasn't until the, the air kind of hit me yeah. that it kind of came to. And Kelly insists, I'm burning this shit. And I'm telling it, it's not, I don't like it. I can't breathe. It, I trigger, can't handle it, it either it. triggers something or whatever. My grandma's funeral, they're doing, they do that around the coffin. And I'm thinking, I've got to carry this thing. To which that, This
0: could get bad. I could fall over, she could if spill out.
1: The hearse was, I'm telling you now, 10 meters. Further away I was dropping this thing
0: On my side
1: of the coffin Was me at the back I don't know why They put my uncle Steve In front of me He's Simon's dad He's about five foot <laughs> there was a he, bit a- he just walked Underneath the coffin He was just walking Do you want to put your arm up Do you want to help Because he I oh, It wasn't on my shoulder No shit Put your hand up Try and take a bit away
0: No shit You're Danny DeVito <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was horrible But that And I felt sick And yeah no, Horrible Something about incense But you're right they, yeah. It's over, Especially because they'll open the full packet Yeah You know how the trees You're supposed to kind of go Down the branches a bit
0: I'm not sure <coughs> if they're using the The tree hanging from the, the mirror Or the um, plug into the
1: Oh the old um,
0: Whatever they Ambipur pur. But yeah like you get in You're like oh this is fine And then like 10 minutes down the road I was like oh, I feel f- fucking terrible Yeah And I, I feel bad gives you a headache
1: too Because it goes straight through Through your nose Into your sinuses So today
0: I'm just going to open the window
1: Yep it's probably better off.
0: You got a Johnny Rain cloud, Tim?
2: Yeah, I do. It's actually myself. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Um, and I just, uh, you'll
1: laugh about this, Fab. Skynet has become self-aware.
2: No, I, I made the dumbass move um, to take an umbrella to the footy on Friday night. Your favourite umbrella? My favourite umbrella. Yeah. and Fab, make sure I, I don't
1: forget this umbrella. It's my favourite umbrella. No yeah. offence, Tim. So the fact
2: you've got more than Oliver one umbrella. One. It's a really big <laughs> one. got a collection anyway, of umbrellas. This yeah. is like, he's
0: got like Wade, he's got a, an umbrella rack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're not that not that choosy. This um, is like when
0: he said his favourite colour was the deepest blue in a night sky or whatever, and you're like, yeah. what?
2: No, that was the deepest blue on a clear – clear." anyway. <laughs> That's going to go no, on it, a t-shirt. Not not t-shirt. Or there. But That's going to go on a T-shirt.
0: You know what it is? No, it's, but, the pantone, but the realization, it's the Pantone shade of blue, but not with the code. It's this, I, down the corner. It says the deepest shade of blue on a clear day.
2: I digress. Well, you do. That's a good shirt, um, idea, actually. So I took the umbrella on <laughs> Friday night, but of course you can't use an umbrella in game. No, I haven't been able so to do you're that for five years. Only carrying the umbrella from the car to the ground, mm-hmm. and I was a little bit worried that it might have rained and could have had hail and all that sort but of stuff. But you're also anticipating a I had it. You were anticipating a longer walk. Well then, there was that too. That My mate came and picked me up. Yeah. yeah God mate. love him. He's a good man. Correct. And um but anyway, when I went to the footy yesterday, it was also still a little bit um you know, sketchy rain and all that sort of no. stuff. So I, I no. thought I'm not taking the umbrella again.
3: Oh, I thought you were saying you've it. lost
1: you've lost.
2: No, I didn't lose oh. didn't take it. I just sort of thought, why didn't I just do that on Friday night? So uh it's not a it's not a something that upsets me or anything else like that, but it was just like Tim, don't be a dumbass. Be better than that. And uh, I um, I reset my ways and I was better for it.
0: So the shirt would be like that. It'd be the Pantone swatch. Yep. With instead of sixty, you know, sixteen, thirty-nine, twenty, 20, placid blue, it'd just yep. be the, the deepest blue We're, on a clear day.
1: We'd do it and put it on a t shirt. And put it on, on white, a white t shirt. A white
0: t shirt with the Pantone. We should do square. some
1: Prendergast merch in the off season. <laughs> um,
0: I like. It. Yeah, yeah, I, li- yeah. I like just... a gib. Uh, um, I, li- I like a
1: gib. Speaking of gib, who is Ron Gibbs Memorial Trophy? You won that. I did win that in twenty twenty two last year. Yeah, you going to go back well, to that, back? That, Probably well, not. That's
2: the guy in uh, Wired World of Sports. Ronnie Gibbs was uh, was uh, warming up on the sidelines, <laughs> and the the other bloke had uh, had uh, left the room, and he goes because um, um, Wayne Pierce got injured. He goes Pierce off, Jack Gibbs on. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he said, pierce off Jack Gibson. <laughs> and then he knocks him oh. out in the uh,
0: in the commentary box. <laughs> it's like the batsman's holding the ball as Willie. Okay.
1: That's exactly now, right. in the same way I wasn't potting Indigenous people in the earlier part Don't of, try to go back on No, that. no. I am not having a go- Own your words. At women. Oh, no. This is not- oh, a shoot. This is not- Kath, a switch off. No, 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 Kath, listen up. Kath- Kath will hear the words that are coming out Kath, of my mouth.
0: He's not having a go at strong females. Kath will or females cut females. No story. women,
1: women. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have cared if it was Pete Laser. I do not need in an elimination final someone at three quarter time. Come on, blue baggers, Blah blah blah. Shut up! You're ruining oh, the she moment. She's pretty shrill. Oh, you're having yeah.
0: a go at Ashadoni?
1: I don't care what her name is. I'm not having to go at her. Oh. The fact that someone has employed anybody to do that role, she's, it's not, it's not required. She's the MC. I don't, we don't fucking need an MC. So we're
0: just going to sit in silence, are we, for two hours in between the breaks?
1: No, no, no. In between, when you're doing things like the TCL, mate, I was getting angry at that bloke. Just pick the cards closest to you first, mate. That, that they want you to win the TV.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. And the fact that you're going to in the, the
0: far, but it was in the far left, the TV ultimately. It was a back left, like top left corner.
1: It was annoying me. And
0: can, and
2: can I just tell you exactly the same questions asked in exactly the same order in
1: the GWS game? Really?
0: I don't pay Ex- that much attention. So having an
1: MC for that, whether it be what's her name, Ash, Ash, or Pete Laser, or the James guy, Sherry, James Sherry is going to say the guy from that quiz show on Channel Seven, um, Saturday Disney. I don't need someone revving up the crowd. It just it's just to me I just I just, I hated every bit of that. Wow. It's like we – it's about to have the ball bounce in the third quarter. We are giving it. We are bringing the Did heat. Did you
0: feel like you're like you are here. I am I yeah. am giving yeah, it. Yeah, on Bluebaggers. No, it's like I am no, doing that. No. That's why you you don't feel put this out.
1: This is an elimination fight. Fo- it's not it's a knockout and you're trying to G up the crowd. You
0: don't you feel like you're put out because you didn't need to be told to do that. You were just in I that just, mode I already. just I just thought it was tacky. It okay. was tacky. I, that's just yeah. I've got another Johnny Raincloud. This is another attack on Maccas. I, I pop <laughs> Maccas a fair bit, yeah. Johnny Raincloud.
1: <laughs> you still turn up.
0: I still go there. <laughs> Kids at fast food restaurants, Yep. you need to start observing the unspoken, unwritten rule of giving me more than I've ordered. If I order six nuggets, I'm expecting seven. Just put an extra nugget in there.
1: You know what? Fish and chip shops don't even do that anymore.
0: No, no. my Captain Gummy does. That if you so. order
1: three potato cakes, you're getting a minimum of four. Give
0: me minimum four and maybe even like a little husk of yeah. one. That's do you know, what, do you know the ones
1: that are one, kind of not that big? So yeah. go, oh, that doesn't count, but I'm going to give them to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll
0: give you that one. I'll, and that's just the unspoken, unwritten rule. Like if I, I get a rash of bacon, chuck another one in there for me. Just look after me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Reward not, the loyalty. They're not coming out of your fucking pay packet. They're not auditing the nuggets mm. and saying, we're fucking three nuggets light here. Yep. What happened to those? I ate them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the other one,
0: Doncaster East Maccas, Mac- 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 you have fallen off a cliff. You can't no, go no, they all
1: have. Don't worry about you it. You have it's,
0: fallen it's... off a cliff. I went there five yeah. weeks ago, Tim, after a Box Hill game. At
1: least went there yesterday.
0: They have, Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll compare notes. So I went there five weeks ago after a Box Hill game, maybe training, whatever, on a Tuesday night, and uh, drove up and said, oh, can I get a, a large McChicken meal? Um, Could I get a, a chocolate shake? Nah, the uh, soft serve machine's not working. It's never working. And I go, oh, okay, all right, I'll get a water then, okay. I go back three weeks ago, whatever it is, after a, um, a Box Hill game. Still or not way back, working. Still not working. Oh, no. And then on Friday night after the game, we had, didn't, I didn't have anything at the game. Celebratory shakes. So I, I thought we'll get have dinner because I haven't had like a pie or anything. And I thought, yeah, okay, well, can I grab a, a large six-nugget meal? Like, can I get a, a chocolate shake? Nah, the, uh, the shake's not working. And I was like, still. I said, has it, go, this has been going on for five or six weeks. I go, what's like, nah, change,
1: Jay? Change
2: the markers. It's,
0: it's just not working.
2: Yeah, go to the corner of Springvale Road and Marinda Highway. That's going to be my him.
0: That's a It's a
2: little bit out of your way, but I swear. Uh, I'd be better it's off far, going far and, quicker you don't get anywhere near the queues. I'd be better it's off, the place off going to, to um, go, trust um, me.
0: No, I'd be better off going to Macedon. Yeah, maybe, but is it is it open twenty four hours? I'm not going there at all hours of the night. Mm. Like I'm going there at like eight o'clock. I was starving
1: yeah. Friday night driving home, and I got home and it was just it was too late to order anything. I didn't want to stop. I just wanted to get home, put the game back on. But yeah, I was star. I I I couldn't eat. I was that nervous, and I thought, nah, with not with my. I had a latest lunch. Dodgy bowels. The eye of the sun. You can't really when, test P- it. when Pierre was smashing down that. Bloody pie! I, f- I felt like taking a bite out of it, but the
2: fellow next to me was getting into it too. It looked magnificent, and he said it was no good. And it's all
1: like Jesus. If it's no good, just take the gravy and put it on your face because it's bloody <laughs> freezing.
0: I reckon just oh, even bad four and twenty pies hit the spot. Oh, the mm. pastry and the they're obviously softish because it's been the pie warm, warmer. Um, humble, I love it so much. Uh, excellent stuff, gentlemen. Excellent stuff indeed. Moving on to where's my last little button. Jimmy Sunshine. Jimmy Sunshine for me this week's pretty straightforward. Yep. Got all my levels right. Excellent. Did I press the button? I'll press it again just to be sure. Um, we had a great win on Friday, and then for me to top the weekend off, the Box Hill Hawks had a big win in their semi final, which was great. So yep. we beat uh, Footscray out at Box Hill. Were Footscray
1: favourites or something going on? Um, the social media posts probably just lent that way. They kind of read that way. So the
0: dogs had uh, and like full, the
1: dogs have got it. all Full to credit do. to them.
0: Like full credit to the bulldogs. I think at one point in the season they were two and six. How did our boy play? Who's our boy?
1: Buku five. Buku. kick five. Kick five. Well,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so not through. That his, no, his
0: fault. Yep. No. So the dogs I think were two and six, and then they won ten in a row to finish the year. And then they beat Smash Casey last week. Casey rested a whole bunch of guys and Melbourne rested them and Casey was fucked. They smashed Casey by 70-odd. Um, so they won 11 in a row. They'd beaten Box Hill only four weeks ago uh, by 20 points out at Box Hill. So I think you'd probably say they were slight favourites just on the balance of form. Yep. But not, not so much that it was, you know. It was best on ground? Lucky Bramble was very, very good. Uh, he had 29. He kicked a goal. Titus. Titus Bramble, uh, old uh, – <laughs> I won't say that, but they used to call him in Newcastle. Well, um, elephant? Uh, no. Okay. Don't it wasn't racist or anything. It was no. just um, – who else played really well? A lot of guys, like Fergus Green was really good. He kicked three goals three. I was really wrapped with um, young guy, young Box Hill guy, Jacob Rundle, who plays for Roville, and he's only played three or four games this year. He was really made to wait for an opportunity, and, and he, he kicked two – Important goals. He had twenty. He's a small forward. So he had a good day. So it was really great. You really enjoy watching those guys. Sort of, and particularly, particularly the Box Hill guys, I suppose. But mm. um, no, it was really great. They had a, a fantastic win, uh, and you get getting the rooms afterwards, and they're packed, and mm. um, it's just a good feeling. It's a great feeling because as I, I made the, I did the little match report, and I, I sort of had this this thought, and I went fuck because COVID. I was like. This would probably be Boxer who lost last week to Werribee in the qualifying final. This would be Hill's <sighs> first finals win since the grand final in 2018.
1: Well, it's been a while.
0: So 19 lost an elimination final, 20 there was no season, season. 21 the finals were cancelled, um, 22 lost an elimination final. So you're sort of like, it goes to show, you know, Boxer are there or thereabouts most years. But they're fucking hard to win. Very hard. So what do you do? You, you enjoy it. So where to
1: now? Who you got next?
0: Gold Coast on Saturday afternoon.
1: Up there? Up on the Gold Coast. When do you have to fly out?
0: So I'll fly out on Saturday morning.
1: Okay. So you're just making your own way
0: there. So there's a few of us that will – there's a few people who the team will go up Friday afternoon. Yep. Um, And to be fair, even if Carlton weren't playing – Are
1: you back Friday? Are you back for Friday's game from
0: this trip? So I'm back on – so this is it. So even if Carlton weren't playing this week for whatever reason, probably been eliminated – I would have flown in on Thursday night and then flown back out at like one o'clock, and I was like, I "Don't, I can't be bothered."
1: Yeah, it's too much.
0: So I think there's a few people, staff and whatnot, will fly up on the Saturday morning, so we'll probably go out on like an early flight. Yep. And then I think we come back Sunday morning. So um, that's something to look forward to. Jimmy Sunshine for you, Tim. Yes, um, <laughs> it's it's an interesting story. Oh.
2: Patty won a basketball grand final yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you go, going, you beauty camp. That's, that's why Elise ended up at the East Doncaster uh, Maccas yesterday. So, you know, seven screaming kids and families and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. In score, places, was it a place that has no system, no capability, shootout? no nothing. Sorry. Was it a shootout? No, uh, it was actually quite funny. And, and this is the backstory is hilarious. They um, played the prelim last week. And after 35 and a half minutes of a 40 minute game, Pat's team's down eleven to nineteen. Not playing well. Really, no chance. You scored of
0: eleven points in thirty-five minutes.
2: The ring's quite high. The ring's Correct. too high. Correct. It's and
3: Too
1: high. And in the
2: last four and a half minutes, we scored sixteen points to three and got up and won by five. The it's funniest hot. thing was Just got two, hot. two of the teams from Bull- uh, two of the players from bullying their two best players. Largely, they're only two players came to watch and scout the prelim, and the funniest thing is for 35 and a half minutes, they're only watching one team. They're watching Altham, and we've obviously got it done late, and they probably had to think, well, what, what was the other mob doing? One of these kids goes up to our kids last week going, good luck next week. You're going to need it. Love and it. you've gone, this is under-11s basketball. This is fucking and you're, karate kid You're style. throwing around left, right and centre. This is
3: Johnny. But the, what, who are they playing?
2: The Cobra Kai? Yeah, the funniest thing though, Shulman, is the ki- the mouthy kid. His old man has managed to, and, and he's far and away their best player, like nearly a foot taller than everybody else. Manages to misinterpret when the game is being played, and rather than <laughs> being one there for default. an eleven o'clock start, he was targeting eleven forty-five. Um. I had to score, and so the other woman who's scoring with me, she's having a bit of a coronary because old mate's not on his way and knows they can't win without knacker bags. Um, and in the end, he actually got there with about three minutes to go in the first half. In the meantime, the second of their good players has already got three fouls, and it basically like you nothing's won by going default, right for him. bullying at all. You won because of um,
0: a misunderstanding.
2: Well, one of our best players also didn't play. He, he, he said he was sick and couldn't play. Did he have a
1: cough?
2: He had a cough. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, so in the end, everything went our way. We we threw away the ball on a few occasions, (laughs) plenty of turnovers, but they ended up getting up, having a win. The kids celebrated and it was a good day. This sounds um, like,
0: I think the the older the boys get, this would be one of those funny stories where they're like, fuck, I remember we won that under 11s basketball. That bloke didn't turn up on time because we had that After being lippy the week before. What
2: was the score? Uh, I reckon they won by about seven. So I reckon final score would have been somewhere in the vicinity of maybe 25,
1: 18 or something.
0: Why they fucking lowered the rings? Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and just and just progressively put them up. Fuck. As the uh, thing is, the rings can do that. Yes. So it's the
2: funniest thing though. In this game, I reckon the the foul count between the two teams would have been something in the or- of the order of like seventeen fouls to our players and maybe. Eight to the opposition, and it wasn't unfair. It was Tim had just wound him up. Every single foul, they just, seemed. to rid of a a brick wall.
0: Tim had really wound him up. He just really he got Kingers down there to give him. <laughs> Mate, I was just,
1: I was just a scorer. I don't coach this time. So very large, thick man, Kingers. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's taller than I. And I explained this to Tim because you always see him around AFL footballers who are tall, relatively speaking. Yeah. He, he looks smaller, yeah. but then obviously when he's talking to me.
0: And Tim... Is- he's, he's got the width of at least three normal-sized men. Yes, <laughs> yes. The thickness. He's like when you see, like, those wrestlers with the big, thick necks. He's got th- thick hair, too. And the big, thick, like, shoulders and, you know. Do you have a Jimmy Sunshine? Um,
1: yeah, it is. I And I can't underestimate how excited I am with the return of the NFL. Oh, wow. Um, we kick off against the the New England Patriots, um, who aren't what they used to be. Um so we should take care of business, my Eagles. But uh, yeah, Friday was the first game. Um, the
0: Chiefs got rolled. They got rolled sensationally. Like, a,
1: like yeah. we had this thing where Travis has hurt his knee, and the reports from Shefty Adam Schefter, Schefler, whatever his name is, was like, "Oh, he's either done his ACL or is sh- que- or is questionable to start in game one." I'm like, "No, mate, he's not questionable. He's not playing. He's done week his one. ACL." He's not playing. Even, no, even if he, he hasn't, hasn't done his ACL, if it's hurt
0: that much, it's, he's not playing. <laughs> if he's done his ACL, look at the calendar. But and if, flip even if he'd done here. his
1: ACL, he'd be oh, gone. <laughs> and pull it off the wall. <laughs> he'll be, flip he'll flip be questionable, questionable up until about week four. They've got no idea when it comes to They're names. hopeless. But I'm um, very excited to. Uh, every game
0: matters, of course.
1: It does in 16 yeah, game Every seven.
0: game matters. 17 games now, isn't it? <sighs>
2: Probably is well. I, I, it is now I, on the AFC side, though. You know, Kansas City—they don't want to be dropping those
1: sorts of games no. at all. Well, give us—I'll like, give you fifteen seconds, Tim. Real off how many injuries the Niners have gotten, why, and
0: don't list like the fucking you know conceptionist oh. this time. No,
2: yeah. no, nah, nah, we're we're actually okay. There's a few guys that are a bit dinged up, but not um, okay. Not 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 that's going to stop them from playing. Okay, beautiful. Wait for your excuses on the text.
0: <laughs> Gentlemen, well, that brings let's us- just watch the seasons, <laughs> right, shall we? <laughs> Do we want to have a gentleman's bet between you two idiots as to whose team will go further? I thought we did in the office. Didn't we shake on it? Oh, maybe. What was I
1: it? I can't even remember, but yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you don't want to
1: put up any stakes? What are the stakes, Tim? Oh, let's put a hundred on it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what, Dollars?
2: Yen? Oh, what smarties. <laughs> I'll go 50. Yeah. You're on for 50. Oh, oh Jesus. Okay. I'm sorry, cool. moneybags.
0: i got, got mouse defeat. Fab doesn't get out of uh, – sorry, Tim doesn't get out of bed for double digits. No. Oh, and can I just
1: say oh, – Tim, I, I would have put 100 on it, but you, the gave other me, week. you gave
2: me a tip. I paid yep. full freight, Sean. That was not a uh, – a, a, <laughs> that what? was not a – um, a schmoozing lunch from a client, or whatever oh, else it was that you were saying the other day. Timbo that was, gave that us was a just tip. just me treating a- my wife to a wonderful a hundred,
0: lunch. A, it's a, a thousand percent a tax write off on the, on the Fraser's dime.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's just uh, making sure Elise is being treated like the Queen she is. Uh, I
0: would
1: put more than 50 bucks on Timbo if you hadn't given me such bad advice last week and gave me those, those race tips. Oh. oh, you got your free <laughs> bet back? Did you use it or um, Oh, I totally forgot about it. You forgot
2: about it. Yeah. So you got a free bet that you didn't use? No. I'll blame it. Pierre. Just I've, I've it. given it, I've given him this tip, right? Back yeah. this horse horse called Say Magique. And I said just put Bro, it on a plate. Say magnifique.
0: And- magnifique.
2: Magnifique. No, it's magique. You sure? Yeah, I am. Right, well. Um I'm not often wrong. Um, anyway, um, the, unfortunately, this horse, Sean, finishes fourth, beaten a lip. It was very, very tight, and and in the end, between um, Fab and Pierre, they've they've managed to stretch that to a six leg multi. Every other leg has gotten up. And he's been beaten by like a pimple um, for this third spot. So, um, but obviously, one here, leg fails, so he gets his free bet back and And he messages me as he does, going, "Oh, you know, really unlucky, all that sort of stuff, but same asjiik was the first leg of the multi that I put on, same thing, same four of the six horses that he had when it didn't get up, I just backed the other three horses again, mm. and then, of course, given that they all won, I collected about five hundred bucks and sent him through the screenshot of how we went, <laughs> and his his only response was.
0: Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the kids were eating fucking ramen noodles today, Which was almost nice more valuable
2: than actually the collect.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> uh, Fab and Kelly's dinner plans look like the buckets in Willy Wonka. They got to the cabbage, <laughs> <laughs> cabbage water. He goes, fucking Tim, <laughs> fucking Tim, say that to you? There it is. Excellent, boys. That's been an absolute pleasure to chat a finals win. What do you say we do it all again next week? Absolutely. Well,
2: I'll be in Vietnam, so I don't know whether I'm going to be able to ring in or anything else like that, mm. so don't count we'll on me being part maybe. of it, but I hope you're fucking recording and I hope we're fucking winning.
0: Like it, Tim. Tim Davis, thank you very much for your time. Always a pleasure, Sean. the, the, mate, the worst thing about this is you cough no more or less than you normally do. No.
2: I, I've actually stood
1: up really, really well. I've been very happy with it. Mm. Did it, you it know, all, all while sitting
0: down. Oh, nothing would have changed if you were in the room. <laughs> For Bagganoush. Arrivederci, ragazzi. Prender DJ's playing right now. Give us a hashtag, Prender DJ, if you know the theme. It's a pretty obvious one, uh, but we'll hear from you next week and do it all again. Goodbye. At the Go fucking the baggers.